We typically talk over everything now anyway. I really like this song. It's not bad. Oh, just wait. I feel like if you were drunker, this would be getting some good Dan dancing. Good! I've listened to it so many times since I heard it on the radio. Oh, bam. We might be blowing people out of the water, though. Turn down a little. Sorry, everybody. What's up, Dan? Hello. We're back in person, man. We are indeed. That is a song called Saud, S-A-U-D, by Mike Ledan. That's a dumb name. Off <laughs> an album called Partners in Time. It is a fucking sick song. Uh, I heard it the other afternoon when I was driving home on 88.5. Mm-hmm. Amber says, hi, Dan. Hello, Amber. <laughs> How are you? I'm below you. <laughs> Joe, Joey exploded when he saw Dan. Oh, yeah. Because he hasn't seen Dan for a year. Mm-hmm. Hello, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. It's Whiskey Cast. We're back in person. You're listening to This Might Sound Stupid, a podcast where two stupid friends... I Dan's just quiet. He's got to talk louder into the mic. Is that it? I have no idea. You're, ta- you're fine. Oh, okay. I'm just louder than you. Oh. <laughs> but the, the mics are adjusted the same. We could turn them up, but then you start to hear the gain. Uh, I think you're used to Dan being louder from his mic. Because oh, for yeah, the past to control it. Yeah. For the past year, we've been doing quarantine cast. And now we're not. Mm-mm. We're back in person. Back in action, baby. If this is your first time listening to us, subscribe to us. Whatever app you get your podcast on, just hit the subscribe button. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash this might sound stupid. Mm-hmm. Turn on notifications for when we go live yep. every every Thursday at 8. Come join in on the fun. If you ever want to email us, this might sound stupid at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Or you can tweet at us. Correct. At TMSS underscore podcast. We have two sponsors. We're going to check in with them now real quick. We have Joey the Good Boy. Like I said, he exploded with pure excitement when he saw Dan, and now he is fucking, he's out. He was snoring. He got so excited, he shed all over the place. because oh, yeah. There was so much hair. This is the, she- the season of shedding. Uh, and we're also brought to you by Mike Long. He's the one who designed all of our graphics. I can maybe turn us up now a little bit, too. Tell me if, I'm, if we're too loud. Uh, he designed all of our graphics. Mm-hmm. And he's lovely. He's wonderful and lovely, and I miss him and want to hug him. Dan, mm-hmm. 
Normally on the podcast, we each have a beer. Mm -hmm. The past two weeks, when I was getting ready for my quarantine shot, I haven't had any alcohol. So I literally have not had any alcohol for almost a month. Ooh. Uh, We're doing whiskey cast. That was the plan when we came back in person was to, we were each going to buy a bottle of whiskey Mm -hmm. and drink the whole thing. No. Uh, And we were going to share whiskey. Correct. What did you bring, Dan? Uh, I brought Sheldig 14. Sheldig 14. The guy, the one I wanted wasn't there because of, it's hard to get whiskey from Scotland apparently right now Hmm. uh, because of boats and COVID. Uh, But the guy said this was good. And so I trusted him. Didn't he make you taste whiskey? Yeah. Made me, tra- made me taste this one, you know, like a little thimbleful at their little tasting station. All right, unwrap it. Uh, so let's see here. Dan's going to unwrap it. We're going to taste it, and then I'll unveil mine. There's the unwrapping. By the way, our camera, we had to... It's been a busy week. Ooh, nice little bottle pop. That was perfect. Dan's got his two whiskey glasses here. Pour me some. Oh, God. I just bumped Dan's camera. Just a little bit? Just a little bit. Sounded like a lot. It's not a lot. <laughs> uh, where's the wide shot studio cam? So that was one of the things that I wanted to do was get set up this week. Uh, and I just ran out of time, but I wanted to sit up, set up uh, different cameras. So our cameras this week... Uh, will are not how they will continue to be. They're going to be kind of more side long shots because mm-hmm. Dan and I also have a bunch of shit in between us right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we had to make something work because we had ten minutes till podcast started. Dan, Bropes. Bropes. We can we can touch glasses. I love you. I've missed you. All right. You'll say I you guess lo- I love you. Too. Yeah. Look at. I smelt it first because I'm not a heathen. Sorry. That's really good. That's really, that's like velvety. Mm. It's got the smoke too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that a lot. That's super smooth. I feel, don't pull my camera down. <laughs> I feel uh, kind of douchey saying that, but it's it's very, very, very smooth for a whiskey. Yeah. like it's, There's no roughness to it at all or sharpness. No, and you still get the, the, the eye lay. Yeah. Like the. That's really like good. A little bit of like smoky peatiness. Shield egg. Good recommendation on that guy. All right, my turn. Oh, yeah. I didn't talk to anybody. I knew what I wanted to do because I had looked at these previously and I was like, huh. I didn't know that there was whiskey and scotch from there. I guess it can't be scotch, but it's, it is whiskey. Correct. Uh, and then also... The most recent round of sumo, the March sumo tournament just ended. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Dan and I are big fans of sumo. Mm-hmm. We talked about a dream of ours would be going to Japan to watch a sumo tournament and doing an episode of the podcast from Japan. Mm-hmm. That would be fucking awesome. $5,000. because <laughs> $5, it's anywhere. Yeah. So. Okay. $5,000 because it's me and Dan anywhere. Yep. Um, so I picked a whiskey from Japan because I did not know that there was Japanese whiskey. It's super clear. It looks like a white wine. So I'm really curious to how it's going to taste. It's called Hatazaki, small batch, finest Japanese whiskey. Uh, Distillers since 1917. 
Yeah, Japanese whiskey came out of nowhere, apparently. <clears throat> uh, and it, like, it, you know, like, it, it won some awards in the last, like... Really? A couple decades, yeah. So, like, it's... It, uh, it got too big. Like, it, it became really hard to find because they can only make so much of it because they're in Japan. <laughs> yeah. Let's see if I can do this as well as Dan did. Mm-hmm. That was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, I, I heard that. Yeah, uh, Big J it is. So... The first, the goals are every $5,000, um, we do a live cast from a different country. Yeah. You guys give us $5,000. We'll go anywhere. We go to a different country. You have to pay for yourself. So the yeah. $5,000 covers me and Adam. <laughs> <laughs> so, because 36 Ninjas and Big J said they both want to go. Uh, okay. So, I mean, that it's like fucking water. Yeah, very clear. I feel like Gino. It actually smells like... It almost smells like a cleaner. Yeah, it smells like rubbing alcohol. Dan, one more time. Hold on, what's, what's the alcohol in yours? 46. Okay, so this one's 40. So that's not, that's not anything crazy. Mm, 46%. Because that's the thing. It's like... it's It'd be intriguing to see what... Because like, we drink mainly scotch. Yeah. Um, and this is Japan, so it's different. Than I Scotland. got one that had smokiness to it. Okay, so I'm, I'm, very, I'm very, I'm very curious. Very Here, ropes, ropes. Last time, mm-hmm. looking in each other's eyes. <laughs> That's like a scotch. I really like that. You do not have to like it as much as I do, but I like that. Oh, it's all warm in my belly. Damn, you drank that whole thing? You can sleep on the couch. <laughs> this, one's, the burn. this one's definitely got the burn. <clears throat> hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely get the the smokiness, but it doesn't have like the it's harder. Than scotch? Like, well, I just mean it's like... Uh, or than this one. Yeah, yeah. Than that oh, for yeah. sure it's harder than that. This is definitely more like a whiskey, but it it does still have the smokiness in it. This is like a scotch. So Patreon, five bucks a month. So we need a thousand subscribers. Well, no, no, that that would be... A, we would go somewhere a month. That's crazy. So we... Uh, five, 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 20, 200. So 200 people on a Patreon every every five months. We go somewhere. Perfect. Every how many? So we, we need we need two hundred people to give us five dollars a month, and then every five months, that's five thousand dollars. Twice a year. Yeah. Just round up to six months. Twice a year to do location podcast. Yeah, That'd be fucking awesome. Yeah, Patreon, Patreon, it is. Uh, this is named after a lighthouse. I was gonna say that. That sounded familiar. <laughs> yeah, man, this is really good. This is Old Norse for a lock of herring. Really? Shale dig. Huh. I'm genuinely very that's, Yeah, that, that's that. that's interesting. It I'd, I'll have like I'll have to have more of it. Yeah. Um like that might be one where I'll, I'd be interested to see if like a um a little <laughs> Yes. A, li- a little so splitch a little splitch of water. That might, that might take a, like a couple of drops of water to like open it up or whatever they say. That's that's how my grandma 
fucking almost 95 years old, drinks mm-hmm. her scotch. Dro- scotch and then uh, like a little splash of water in it. Yeah, like uh, it'll be interesting. Um, we also need to, besides me doing OnlyFans, uh, I'm going to corner the NFT market and people are just going to sell NFTs of old photos of me. <laughs> I wish I had the computer. Do you remember when we had uh, Garden Hodan? Where you were in like my stepdad's oh, yeah. mink coat, yeah. but you were watering hose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really stupid. We were like 19, 18, oh, yeah. something it, like that. Maybe sounded, even younger than that. It sounded funny at the time. It, yeah. What's up, Happy Blabber? We're back in person. We're drinking shale dig and shale dig and hagarbar. And hatozaki. Hatozaki. Is what's on tap. All right, I'm gonna finish the hatozaki. Uh, we're we're also getting, we're looking for graphics for our uh, Patreon page, Half a Blapper. Yep, Patreon. We're gonna, if we can get five thousand dollars twice a year, we'll do two uh, two location casts from somewhere else in the world. Ooh, what sort of meat are you playing with? <laughs> I'm talking like beef, beef bourguignon. Maybe fish meat. I feel like it's probably fish meat. It's probably fish meat. Did you do sex face? I don't know what that means. <laughs> Dan, I bought a new truck today. Oh, yeah, you did. Uh, yeah, it's the sex face. I, was, uh, I wasn't necessarily planning on it. I didn't think that we were going to get as much as we did for our van. Mm-hmm. And I was also looking like in our price range for what we wanted for a monthly payment. Uh, all of the trucks we could afford in our monthly payment were like 70 to 90,000 miles. Okay. So I went out there and I didn't think, uh, my buddy Luke was like, just come out here and we'll see what we can get you for your van. Mm-hmm. You know, if it doesn't work, just go back. Uh, but they had this awesome truck with 44,000 miles on it. Dinged all my boxes except one, which is like a very minor, b- I would really like to have air conditioned seats. Mm-hmm. Of course. <laughs> leather. No, for, for the leather for the three months a year that you need them. Uh, and so, yeah, I ended up, I ended up staying out there half the day unexpectedly and took a little vacation and bought a new truck. I, I, I thought about it a couple of times with my fusion because every like couple months they'll, they'll like send me a letter from my mm-hmm. like, Hey, we'll buy your car and we'll give you this one. It's, you know, it's, it's it'll be like 13 grand after the trade and in like the, the price of the car. It's like, I'm going to wait. But like it's it's they I, I thought about it sometimes they do that to our Mitsubishi all the time mm-hmm. they constantly are like we don't have enough in stock we yeah. want to buy your Mitsubishi and we'll give we'll also give you all these Mitsubishi bucks and shit mm-hmm. like that and it's like no uh but yeah we were we were able to pay off our Mitsubishi in total mm. uh nice. which allowed us to get the pickup it's gonna be really nice to have the pickup just own it since I've bought a house I've wanted to pick up yeah just for Yard stuff, and there is inevitably things that you have to haul, and mm-hmm. you know, like we got this chair upstairs that I want to get rid of. It'll be nice to haul. I, you could haul stuff in the van. It's uh, just, it's just a lot not of as convenient. Out yeah, out. you got to take out. I mean, literally, in the van you have to take out seats. Mm-hmm. The Mitsubishi, you, you can lay stuff down, but like the glass doesn't pop on the Mitsubishi. Oh, okay. Uh, but it'll it's it'll just be very nice to have. And then I also just like I like pickups. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> Very American that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, my hope is that in like five or six years, uh, we the Ford will have electric. Oh, for sure. F-150s and I can get an electric F-150 because that would be fucking dope. Yeah, I, I can't imagine that there won't be all the major brands will have a an electric version 
of a truck. Right. Yeah, I want an electric pickup, and I don't. Uh, I don't want to be like an early adopter. Like I don't want to get the first gen F one fifty. Give it a year or two. Yeah, I want to get. I want to get like two or three years in, and then get the the electric F one fifty. Yep. Like it was the same thing with like the braces and stuff when those first came out. Like they they got better and cheaper very quickly. Right. If I could afford to be an early adopter, I would be. But I can't afford to be an early adopter. Cause thing, like, cause they, they have like like. Those first people that buy them are basically beta testers. Yeah, like there's only so many trucks that they can drive around on a day on like a day to day basis that they need to sell like a, like thirty forty thousand of them. Yeah, to get real data. Right, and that I mean I think if you're an early adopter, you know that going in, and if you don't, you're it's kind of your own fault. Yeah. Liam says Adam's strictly drinking Bud Heavies and Jack Daniels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bud Heavy. Oh, God. Half a blabber said when I sent him a picture of it, he laughed and was like, I, that's the last thing I would have expected you to buy. Hmm. Which is funny because I have I I have kind of like coveted a pickup truck. Oh, yeah. I I assumed it was only a matter of time. Yeah. I thought I thought for sure because next year we won't have Nemo's child care payment, which mm-hmm. is like $1,100 a month or something fucking insane. Yeah. It's, it's a mortgage payment. Yeah. <laughs> and so we'll have that back in our pocket. And I was like, I'm probably going to have to wait till next year. To get it, uh, which you know would have been disappointing, but would have been fine. Mm-hmm. It's kind of nice to have that level of maturity in my life, where it's like, no, I'm not just going to square peg in a round hole just to get something. Like, yeah, a year at 35 goes by pretty quick, so I'll just wait because I want to get the thing that I want. Yeah, I wanted heated seats, I wanted Bluetooth, uh, and I, I really, wa- I, I would have really liked. How do I say this? It wasn't a deal breaker, but it was like, it'd be nice if it had a remote start. And this mm-hmm. one just happened to, because our garage is not big enough to yeah. have the pick, like a pickup and the Mitsu. Yep. Um, it was barely big enough to have the van and the Mitsu. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like I don't need remote start because I can park in my garage. Right. But I was like, I'm going to be parking in the driveway. So if it doesn't have remote start, I can just put remote start in. That's not that expensive. Yeah. But this one had, it had remote start. So it's got everything. Uh, Hapa, the thing, so the next thing you need to do, you need to figure out how, uh, how to create an NFT. Um, cause that's, that's where we're going to make like the big bucks. Like the, I'm, I'm, th- I'm, I'm not selling it for less than a hundred thousand dollars. Wow. So I will, you will get 10% of that when you make, when you make our NFTs. That's $10,000. That's $10,000. That's 10, that's 10%. Oh, I did math. Mm-hmm. Uh, that doesn't count towards our trip fund, though. You guys, you need to give us five thousand more dollars <laughs> to do Japan Cast. What would the first one be? Would it be Japan Cast? Uh, if it happens before May thirty first, which I doubt it will, because that's that's you know, there's there's no way that happens. You don't need to know what an NFT is. Dan knows what an NFT yeah, n- is. Yeah, non fungible tokens. It all makes sense. <laughs> it's stupid. It's all it's all tied to bo- to blockchain and bitcoins and Ethereum and absolute nonsense. <clears throat> Uh, I just think that Japan would be the first one because we talk so much about sumo. Yeah. yeah that yeah. how fucking dope would it be to go see a sumo tournament mm-hmm. and then have a podcast that Katie doesn't listen to. Yep. Sorry, Katie. No, no one listens to. But we just talk about how exciting it was to go see sumo live. Uh, yeah. I'd try to get an Enho signature. I'd be like, Enho! Enho! You, I think you'd get us kicked out. <laughs> I don't think anyone does that. I <laughs> do. This week. You might be able to stop them on the way into the Kukugi Con. But not, uh, not in the. No, 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 no. I'm saying like when he's walking on the street. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's where I, I try to like, stop. Him. I feel like that's where you get him. I'd just scream. Mm-hmm. And who? 
and he'd be like, "Oh boy," or maybe maybe he'd be super excited. You know, he's like the most popular like sumo wrestler. How in Japan. could he not be? Uh, so I don't think he would care. I know what the acronym is. Oh, perfect. Then you're halfway there. <laughs> I don't know what it is either. But if Dan can get us a hundred thousand dollars, yeah, cool. someone will send you the picture of me dressed as Barrett. That that's the one that's going to get us in the door, and people are going to want that. Yeah, you're gonna, we'll start a bidding war. For that's that one. literally uh, your picture in my phone when you call me. Yeah, it's the greatest thing. We, you you'll have to delete that though. So part of us. No. Give it, yeah, like it, we're giving someone the rights to this picture, basically. No. They're, they're buying the only copy that can exist. I, it's been your picture in my phone since I think I had a blackjack. It's not fungible. <laughs> this guy gets it. Wade gets it. <laughs> Jeff gets it. That's not Wade. Damn it. It's not even close to oh, Wade. Oh, yeah. So do 50 then. I'll t- yeah, you get that's $25,000, Apple Blapper. All you have to do is just. Make a non-fungible token. Yeah, twenty-five thousand dollars. You don't bear it from you could start a You could start a college fund for your son. Start designing. Yeah, this podcast is huge. Yeah, <laughs> stop pussyfooting around. <laughs> Dan, it's been a year since we were in person. Over yeah. a year. It's it's probably been a couple weeks over a year. Uh two days ago was the and I forgot to post it, so I'm gonna I'm gonna post it later. But two days ago was the anniversary of the fucking turkey that jumped through my window. <laughs> Uh, what? Whatever. He's not lying. This has been a weird year. Yeah, it's been a hard year. It doesn't seem like a year. It's 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 one of those things where yeah, like it's been the longest and shortest period of time that's ever existed. It seems like it's been a long time since we did a podcast in person. To yeah. me, it seems like it's way more than a year. Yeah, that's the thing. It's, it's, such a, it's such an odd amount of time. Being in the so it's weird, yeah, because being in the pandemic, it's kind of like, oh, okay, I have my shot. There's still stuff going on. Yeah. Oh no, and it, like it's still like we're you know it's it's hitting some states hard again. Yeah. Uh, but it's weird. Like in the back of my head, I'm like, oh, I'm fine. <laughs> right. I uh, today I went to uh, Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Um, and there Massless was this, and you yell at the lady You're like no I'm not I'm vaccinated There was a massive line coffee At the drive-thru Oh yeah And I was like I'll just go in mm-hmm. Cause one There was nobody in there But the other employees So yep. we're all masked There's plastic between all of us mm-hmm. And I'm vaccinated mm-hmm. I'm not like Doing stupid shit I'm not like running around Blowing in strangers faces But it was like I'll just go in And I went in and Got my little breakfast sandwich. I pulled dead and attic today. That's what you gotta do. Uh, bacon gouda or no? I got the turkey bacon. Oh, okay. It's it's like two hundred thirty calories. Oh, yeah. it's almost no fat. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did not eat enough today. Because uh, so I, I, I probably haven't either. I went to Hy-Vee this morning and I was like, "Well, I'll grab something there." Uh, and there was nothing. There was nothing healthy at Hy-Vee. Mm. Like literally, I couldn't find anything. I was like, Hy-Vee will have some like pre-grilled chicken. That comes with like some fruit and vegetables, maybe some mixed nuts. Mm-hmm. They have to have something like that. Nothing. You know, there was like the stupid P3 bullshit, yeah. which I didn't want because uh, that's all like ham or bacon. Yeah. I just wanted like a grilled shit. Like if you go into Whole Foods or even Byerly's mm-hmm. or Target, they'll have like a little pre-grilled chicken or mm-hmm. things like that. And there's just nothing. So then, then, <laughs> then I, I was at the DSC all morning and I asked, uh, I asked Javin, I was like, does Chipotle deliver here? It's like 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. 
I was like, just pull the late deliver here. And Javin looks at me like really weird. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, well, I don't know. I'm just trying to find something healthy to eat. And he's like, well, that's not why I'm looking at you weird. Like, they're not open right now. Yeah, I'm like, they don't. <laughs> I never go to Chipotle. <laughs> so I was like, what time do they open? He's like, 11. They don't serve breakfast. <laughs> so 9 a.m. Chipotle wasn't an option. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then Nick and I got done with everything that was available to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, earlier than I expected, so I was like, "Cool, I'll just go grab a a breakfast sandwich real quick." Are we waiting on more to get stickered? Yeah, we that's just, what we were waiting on. on. Okay, it was. Uh, I can't think of the name of the dude who's stickering all of them, but we. It was like we didn't want to just take stuff half done, and we we're just waiting for. You know, we yeah. would have been taking like a box, yeah. going and doing a box, and then coming and grabbing another. So we were just like, let's just wait from a stockpile, and we'll just get back at it next mm-hmm. week. Um, you want more of this? Might as well. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll finish with mine. Uh, it's going to be so nice to get these. We're going to mount over here. That's where my hand is going this way. Mm-hmm. We're going to... We got we got plans. Oh, yeah. I hung pictures up for Dan's return. This is... Uh, this is a, a French umbrella company, believe it or not. That was their advertisement uh, back in like the... 20s i think i could see that i looked it up once i want to say it was the 20s french umbrella company uh and the thing behind dan of course is lauren marks uh an original print that amber bought me for one of my father's day gifts it's one of the coolest things that anybody's ever gotten me good to know good to know cool (laughs) somebody asked me today like are we still getting laptops this year and i was like yeah, of course. <laughs> you betcha. Uh, but yeah, like once once we sell that first token, uh, <laughs> we'll be able to buy the best camera mounts money can buy. Once we sell those tokens, uh, we won't be using Logitech HD 1080p webcams. We'll be using Canon DSLR. Yeah, DSLR 4K. Yeah, we'll be using those. Uh, she does have very cool art. And we'll yeah, Lauren Marks. Follow her on Instagram. Her art is something else. You can't even really tell from Dan's. We got a light over here, so it's kind of bleeds into this, but it doesn't as much as Dan's, but you can't. I mean, you got to see her stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another guy I follow on Instagram now that I want to get, because over there, I want to put, you can't see it, but Dan can. There's a wall right there. I want to put shelves up over there. <clears throat> Put a little couple planties that'll do fine with this minimal amount of light. Um, but he designs these little clay heads. So oh. it's like the one that <clears throat> John Holmgren made for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I want to get something from him too. Okay. There's a lot like there's a lot of cool artists yeah. on Instagram that you can buy original stuff from them. Mm-hmm. For it's not not a lot of money, but you know, it's not an insane amount of money and you're like you're just it goes right to the artist it would it would be something that like i wouldn't flinch at spending on a monitor or something like Mm -hmm. that you know but like when you're like ah this piece of art and it's like well yeah you're going to support this amazingly talented artist i don't have to take one of my shirts off i'm hot yeah so buy our tokens fifty thousand dollars you're supporting great artists yeah rich people money launder through us or however that works uh, yeah yeah (laughs) we're perfect for that (laughs) We, we We'd be great candidates for your money money laundering scheme. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
<clears throat> buy it and keep it in a free uh, a free port Dan, all down I wanna, in uh, Holland. All I want to do is sh- shut the podcast down and go drive my truck around. Can you keep a non fungible token in a free port? Because that's like that's like the rich guy move. What's a free port? That's uh, they exist outside of law in taxes. It sounds uh, like a Dan fact. So there are these places that uh, rich people keep all their art so they don't have to pay taxes on the purchase. So they want to buy it as an investment. Uh, they'll buy it. It'll get shipped to this free port that's attached to an airport. Uh, since it's there, it doesn't fall under like any sort of like taxes. Okay. So it just sits there in like a high security, like uh chemically uh, the like weather like that sort of like you know humidity all that stuff controlled environment yeah, yeah. controlled environment okay. and it just sits there um unopened in a box cool so oh yeah so they just buy where was i just reading about that that uh <laughs> uh yeah so they, they did so they just buy uh you know like all, so all this art that's getting you know bought for you know hundred thousand dollars and millions of dollars that would be, you know, would be lovely to hold, you know, hang in their homes is just sitting in warehouses. Oh, in uh, in Benjamin Graham's book, uh, Benjamin Graham's the stock guy. Oh, the intelligent investor. Mm-hmm. He talks about art investment not being like real investment because you really don't know what art's going to do. Yeah, but that people will buy art. Mm-hmm. I think this was an the intelligent investor. Maybe it was something else, but. People will buy, yeah, art as an investment, and then they will hire somebody to make like a perfect mm-hmm. recreation so they can hang it on their wall. Mm-hmm. But yeah, then the art just sits in some controlled environment. Yep. And nobody ever sees the actual art piece because they just want it as an investment. Which, you know, if you're paying $350,000 for a painting, I'm not going to fault you for it. It's just weird. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's uh, It just sucks that the original, like the one, like the one true piece of art right is the one that never sees the light of day right yeah i would love to buy an original original lauren marks mm-hmm. where like <clears throat> i'd love to buy it yeah we're like you're not gonna make any prints of this and this is like the one that you drew mm-hmm. and colored and did everything because that's an original print it's like one of however many are written on there 75 or something it says 200 it's 200 okay uh which is awesome, and it was. I'm so happy to have, like support her, but mm-hmm. it would also be very cool to have like an original, original. Oh yeah, and have that hanging there because there would be something. <clears throat> you know me; I'm not much of a collector, but there would be something special about like just knowing like that's the one that they were leaning over, and mm-hmm. like that was the one that they were physically working on, and that's yeah. why I like the idea of that other guys. Like, it's a clay sculpture. That's the only one. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't... Like, he's not reproducing it. Mm-hmm. It's cool to be back. <laughs> when you were talking, I was like, it's cool. Dan's, Dan's right in front of me. It's easier. Like, it's meant to be. Is it? Because you have to drive over here. No, I, but this part's easier. Yeah. Yeah. It's e- And, yeah, I feel like it's not... You're not... The social cues you can pick up on mm-hmm. easier. But yeah, uh, hopefully soon. What was the date? May 11th was the date, I think. We'll be doing movie night in person again. That sounds right. Wade knows. Yeah. That, 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 I don't think that, Schwartz here. That sounds right. Um, 
Yeah. And hopefully my mom gets her second shot tomorrow. Mm. Hopefully she's like me and doesn't really feel that bad. And uh, hopefully this will just be a crazy year I tell my kids about. Yep, because they don't really understand. Because I know <laughs> France went into a second lockdown, I think today. Is that yeah. right? Something like that. Oh, yeah, like my brothers, uh, they, they went into lockdown for four weeks today uh, in London, Ontario. Hmm. But I, I think they're a little more, um, they're, they're more willing the government's more willing to do that, sure. Than, um, than ours. So like it, it's 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 going into lockdown, but not as bad as like Michigan is. What do you mean? Like I, I I'm assuming I think like the like cases you mean? Yeah, like the cases okay. per day in Michigan would be higher than than uh, than sure. Uh, but it's just a a different standard was set <laughs> okay i guess by by the uh by by their government and it's so it's it's easier for the the government of canada to do that there for, was for, for better or worse it's easier for them to uh did, to to make that happen there was one guy at the dealership today who constantly just had his mask under his chin and it was just like what like it doesn't make a difference just i wore it all day yeah didn't bug me once yeah vaccine world hasn't, hasn't gone as well in a lot of other countries that didn't make the vaccine is yeah. kind of how it comes down what it comes down that's to. also what i've heard yeah but that's just what i'm saying they're, hopefully they're just, they're just lagging behind like my my brother like uh his his mother-in-law um Joy's like she's getting her first shot um so like if that's the case then that puts them like a couple months behind sure yeah and that's that's kind of all i mean is just hopefully we Hopefully, other people are able to catch up and yeah, because at at some point we'll have made enough like Moderna and Pfizer and Johnson and Johnson for us, mm-hmm. and I'm 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 okay I'm okay as with as selfish as we've been so far. We're 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 doing ourselves right now. I mean, if we're, you're we're, on, we're, an, we're, we're, we're gonna we're gonna give it to you. If you're on an airplane, hope oh, he's going again. Hold on, he can't quite he can't quite get this thing the way he wants. it. He's got to dig around <laughs> like a dummy. <laughs> nope. Almost. Nope. Nope. Almost. Sometimes it'll turn into humping and we'll have to turn away. If it, if he gets it in between his legs, just right, he'll be like, oh, do I hump this? He can't. He can do it. There you go. There you got it. Uh, if you're on an airplane. Mm-hmm. You, they tell you to put your mask, your own mask on before you put your kids on. Mm-hmm. It's the exact same. Yeah. <laughs> the world is our kids. <laughs> they got to grow up. Uh, yeah. I, to me, <clears throat> it kind of feels like, not entirely, but there is, I'd be lying if I said there wasn't a part of me that's like, we're done. Do you know what I mean? Because you're sitting here across from me. Oh no! Like it's, and so I'm trying not to talk like that. Like we're no. done because that's not the case. We no. still need to be safe. Today, when I was at the dealership, I had my mask on, mm-hmm. and they had their chairs like really pulled away, and so I pulled the chair up to the desk, and the guy was like, "We're still trying to do the six feet of separation," and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry!" Like genuinely embarrassed, mm-hmm. and I just didn't think of it, and so I pulled the chair back. But that's what I mean. There's just there is a part of me that is. 
just feels like, oh, cool, we're through it, but we're not. Yeah. Um, and still need to, yeah, be aware of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, but this is just so nice to have back. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, I get to see some of you guys tomorrow, and that'll be nice too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Should we go into our uh, our one and only segment? Yeah. Let's. Uh, what's the What's the bid up to on the NFT? Pull it up real quick. We don't have a producer. Oh shit! All right. Well, that's the other thing. Is if we start selling enough NFTs, we'll hire. Oh yeah. If we sell that first one for two fifty, we'll hire Javin as our producer. Congrats, congrats to one of you guys. You get to come over here every every. He gives uh, us notes all the time, anyways. Every Thursday, Javin will be our producer. Yeah, and we'll pay him Mm -hmm. to. We'll pay him a pittance though. That's our money. (laughs) A pittance. All right, I'm going to do more of this one. Okay, I'm just going to mix and match. Ah. What well, a noise. I gotta, I gotta do it like Gino. <laughs> that noise isn't as fun. No. All right. <clears throat> we'll move into our segment. We have one segment and only one segment on this podcast. Actually, now we have two. We have our monthly segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, which we should actually talk about. Because we've made some notes on our next month's list. Did we? Yeah, it's basically like neat props or costumes that you think would be fun to own. Not vehicles or sets. Yeah, not vehicles or sets. Uh, I think I was... I asked like... A what pogo, a pogo... Mm, not a ship. A... Like a scooter counts. Scooter counts, but I asked Ripley's costume in Aliens. Not costume. The big yellow mech. And it's like, no, that's getting too big. DeLorean, too big. DeLorean, too big. Car out. Motorcycle in. Motorcycle I'm calling in. in mo- I'm calling motorcycle in. Dan says motorcycles are in. So if there's a motorcycle in Fast and the Furious. Jet skis in. Jet skis are in. They're the size of a motorcycle. I feel like they're a little bigger, but I don't know. Mm-mm. Okay. Jet skis in. Boats out. Motorcycles in. Cars out. So smaller than a human? No, because you, yeah, you could I, have I, the Iron Man costume. I could no, no but I could I could lay, I could lay the length of a motorcycle. So I, yeah, I get that. Yeah, you couldn't lay the length of a, a small car. Yeah, many cars. Yeah, you could. Planes Plan, out. Planes are out. Um, rocket tier rocket pack in. Yeah, but it's not going to fly. But yeah, oh yeah, none of this stuff works. <laughs> it's, it's it's the actual prop. If you wanted uh, Michael J. Fox's skateboard. In. In. I didn't really pour that much. <laughs> All right. So we have we have two segments on this podcast. This segment that we do every week is called Rob's Random Topic. Uh, Rob's Random Topic is the way that it works is that once a week, Dan or myself will text our friend Rob demanding a random topic. Mm-hmm. Uh and it's the rules, first thought, best thought. What that means is that whatever comes into Rob's head first is what he has to send us, and that's what Dan and I have to talk about. just means he can't curate a list. Yeah. Uh, this week, he put it in quotes for some reason. He got <laughs> confused, or he was copying it, and he got confused. Yeah. <laughs> it says, um, quote, least favorite book that you've read completely, end quote. And then I love right after he says, don't know why I put that in quotes. <laughs> Uh, least favorite book. So 
<clears throat> I don't read books that I don't like. Same. I will just I'll I, I quit books all, <laughs> I quit books all the time. But the way I'm reading it is your least favorite mm-hmm. of the books that you've finished. Yeah. And I don't that's that's a weird idea to me. What's the least favorite book of a book that I liked? I don't that's the thing I don't know. Like Dune was okay. Dune was Dune was Dune what Dune, Dune, Dune wasn't great, but then Dune, again Dune, it's Dune, also Dune Dune, 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 Dune <laughs> won't great. But then again Woo! That's so much stronger. Uh but then again that you know that book is of its time and early sci fi and Yeah, my answer would probably be the last two books that I read. Okay. <clears throat> which is Dune and Stranger in a Strange Land. Okay. I like them enough. <laughs> I like them enough to finish them, mm-hmm. but when I got done, it was like, that was fine. And to be honest, both those books I read because they're like staples of that genre. Yeah. And it was kind of like, well, I want to see what these are all about. Mm-hmm. And I can see like if you had read them when they were published and you're nerdy like me, it would have just been like, oh, this is so awesome. There's nothing like this. But now everything's like it. Yeah. Like I, like I read Neuromancer and the book's okay. Yeah, uh, but I can see how it was the. It's it's weird that it's the the progenitor for all of that, right? Like it may it he invented so much of what we think of as as like as the internet and cyberpunk and all that stuff. Like that's that's just it all came from him and like his his him early and, books. Him and Philip K. Dick, exactly. Like yeah. they, they made so much of that stuff. Like all like all these terms that he's using for like the first time, yeah. in those books, it's just insane. Well, or just even uh, even Dune, where it's like Game of Thrones in outer space, and I've just read so many books like that at this point that are like about houses battling each other and mm-hmm. and subterfuge and stuff, and it's like, oh, yep. It, it, it was nice with that one that they removed the uh, by adding in that. Um, they had like rebellions involving like computers and like laser weapons that they remove that sort of like, Oh, like why aren't they just like blasting them? Yeah. They remove that stuff in doom by saying like, you know, that stuff basically banned because of like the way, because it would blow everything work, up. Yeah, or, yeah. Works, like, yeah. So like, you know, it becomes much more hand to hand combat. Right. So that, that, that's, that's clever. That, that's a clever way to kind of make it knights in armor. Right. In the future. It is. Um, so big J says, this is easy. Just don't read. And you have, no least favorite good books. And then 36 Ninja says, was there a book you had to read in school that you didn't like? And Big J says, please see my previous answer. I, I was an expert at the the books that I didn't want to read in high school. Um, not reading them, but being good enough at writing an English paper. That you were an matter, expert in that, huh? That it didn't matter. Uh, I read... Like Scarlet Letter. I don't give a shit about Scarlet Letter. <laughs> I read and didn't like a lot of Hardy Boys. Okay. Because when I was in like grade school, you got points for taking these reading tests. Oh, to get like pizza, like personal pan pizza or something? I don't, I don't remember what the goal of it was, but you had to get like a certain amount of points. And mm-hmm. so I would just skim, and it's the same as you. I could just skim a Hardy Boys yeah. book because Hardy Boys books suck. Uh, and I could just skim one. Mm-hmm. And get enough info to like then take the test and yeah. and pass it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, but I mean, 
some of the books I read in high school are some of my favorite, like just transformative experiences for me. But mm-hmm. I, I love books. Yeah. Great Expectations. Fucking love that book. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, all I can think of is This Side of Paradise, but that's a different book by the same author. Great Gatsby. The Great Gatsby. I love that book. Mm-hmm. Um, I was never a big fan of Shakespeare. I think you have to like know how to read Shakespeare and hear or maybe even hear somebody read Shakespeare to really appreciate Shakespeare. It doesn't translate well to sitting in English class reading Shakespeare. Yeah. Because that's not the point of Shakespeare. Shakespeare's uh, not meant to just be read by an, an idiot at 11th grader that just doesn't, isn't. Right. Yeah. But I don't know that I'd say I hated Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. It was just like. Yeah, I guess that was a book that I didn't like, but just read it. Mm-hmm. But I can't think of any books that were like a slog to get through or really hard. I don't think we read Scarlet Letter. Also, bear in mind, I only went to a real high school for like one year. I don't think I had to read. No, that's not true because when I was at MBA, that was where I read uh, Great Gatsby for the first time. Okay. There were certain classes where, like, I would go to them because it was stuff that I liked, like English and reading. Mm-hmm. Uh, and The Great Gatsby is great. <laughs> um, I think, arguably, This Side of Paradise is better. Um, but it's longer, and it's just... It, it's not as exciting. It's just kind of about a kid. How about a recent book you quit because it stunk? You you would probably have more of those than I would. <clears throat> a recent well, I haven't been able to read much in the last few years because kids just suck up all my time and energy. Um, a book that I didn't finish. I'm hesitant to say a book stunk. Like I didn't finish uh, Ilium. I got 500 pages oh, sure. into Ilium, but I don't think that book sucks. It's just not for me and i tried i mean i got 500 pages into it i usually i usually give a book about 100 to 150 pages Mm -hmm. before i'll quit it um i had been i had for the longest time i wanted to read a handmaiden's tale oh okay yeah uh and i started that and then the quarantine or the pandemic happened Mm -hmm. and there were like crazy conservative religious people like not gonna wear a mask and blah, blah blah and it was just like and Trump stuff, and I, it, it was just like I couldn't read that book. So I stopped reading that book, but I, I had been liking it. I just couldn't read it given that point in history. It was, it was, I get that. It was like nerve wracking to read. It was, it just filled me with anxiety. I couldn't do it. Yeah, like, like looking through like my Audible stuff. Oh, God. Don't start playing that. Uh, I don't really. Like, I have something here that I never started that I thought I might have. Um, like, the one that I can think of that I started that I never actually finished was uh, Never Let Me Go uh, by uh, uh, Kazubo Ishiguro. Uh, he's the guy that wrote The Remains of the Day. They're just supposed to just be, like, good, like, fiction books. Um it was it was it was okay. It's it just didn't it just didn't keep me. 
Sure. Um, it's about like these kids that are growing up in like this boarding school in what is some sort of kind of quasi futuristic. Okay. Britain and they might be used for something, but you, but yeah. Um, but it's about like them kind of growing up and falling in love and, you know, what actually is their future beyond this place? Okay. If there is one. It's about uh, adulthood. Uh, the last book, or there was a book that I was reading like right after Nemo was born and I... that That's one of the reasons why I... Because I, I know that like it 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 had a rep. Like, Hold on, I'm like, going to... For the audio people. Oh, yeah. There's a comment that says, I liked the movie. Uh, the... I'd been intrigued. Like I never actually watched the movie. Like I'd seen the like the, the trailer a couple times, and I'd always heard of the remains of the day as like a, uh, like a stalwart of like kind of that era of like '90s or 2000s kind of like um, nonfiction. And so I I decided I'd give it a shot. Wait, it's nonfiction. Fiction. Which one's real? Nonfiction. Fiction. There we go. Okay. It's fiction. Uh, so yeah so like i'm sure like but i didn't i didn't hate it though that's the thing like it wasn't something like i put down i just kind of like i'm gonna go on to something else so that's what i was gonna say is uh one that just couldn't hold my attention but i think a part of it was in large part to i had had my first child Mm -hmm. was the wind-up bird chronicle that's fucking massive it's massive and it's it's really it's so unique it's he's got such it's, a unique voice, it's and it's the not most unique. Like I don't, his books are not like it's not enrapturing. Does that make sense? Mm, I could see that. It's not just like a page turner. You got to see what happens next. You got to see what happens next. It is like it's dreamlike. It's mm-hmm. like reading a dream where I don't know. I it was a book that I liked, but it was like I just I couldn't. It's it's not like uh, what's the second book in the Dark Tower series. Wasteland? Is it Wasteland? Or The Drawing of the Three? I think it's The Drawing of the Three. And Wasteland. I mean, like the second, third, and fourth, and maybe fifth books Mm -hmm. in the Dark Tower series, like you cannot stop reading them. Mm -hmm. They're just page turners, and you just devour those books. Mm -hmm. And this isn't to say they're not well-written or anything, but they're pure entertainment. Mm -hmm. Whereas Mirakami is like, it's almost like an investment Mm-hmm. Uh, where you have to invest a little in it, and there's there's a payoff, and it's just different than like a a, a Stephen King book. Yeah. I'm trying to be careful and not. I don't want to. They're not equal, so you can't say one's better than the other. They're mm-hmm. just completely different experiences, and one just kind of takes more of your concentration. Yeah, like I've the two I've read. Um, Which two have you read? Hard Boiled Wonderland. Okay. And uh, Wild Sheep Chase. Okay. I yeah, And I started off with maybe his densest book. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like the, these two are these two are significantly shorter. Um, like you know, like they're they're you know they're not like short stories or anything, but uh, yeah, like like this like it's literally like you are reading a man talk about a dream first person because you're just following around like. Whoever the main character is, well, and the, it, like, the characters they run world. into are weird, and I mean, yeah, yeah. 
like yeah, like Harbor Wonderland, like they're going in and out of like dream worlds and like trying to like yeah, it's it's it, it's yeah, like they're they're really like I I I enjoyed them, but they they are you have to be in a you have to you have to want to read them. Right. Uh I know a book that I stopped reading uh recently that it just didn't grab me and I was like, I don't really feel like reading this book. It was Time Quake by Vonnegut. Oh, okay. Did you read that one? No. Okay. It was just it's not a again, it's not a bad book. It was just like eh. I did. It just wasn't a book I wanted to read. It just didn't really do much for me. And um yeah, Slaughterhouse Five and Sisters uh, the Sirens of Fuck. The the Sirens of Saturn? I don't know. The only the, one I know is Slaughterhouse Five and Time Quake. Um so those 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 are the two that uh and yeah, like because I never I never read Vonnegut mm-hmm. because I didn't understand what Vonnegut was. Same. Because it was like, oh, it's this book's called Slaughterhouse Five. It's about army dudes. Right. And then it's like, oh, this is not. This is like fantasy. This, yeah, like it's it's weird, speculative, like time I travel sci-fi I th- fantasy. I thought Vonnegut was more like a Steinbeck. No, it's not. But it's and not. Because I'd never read any Vonnegut. Mm-hmm. And so I, I picked up Timequake because I've had it forever to read it. And I was like, what is this weird make-believe? Yeah. And I just, I wasn't interested in it. And like, But I, it doesn't mean it's bad. They don't go to Mars on in Slaughterhouse Five, do they? I've never read it. Oh, because <laughs> I, I, I think I think it's the Sisters of Saturn, where it's like it's yeah, it's like that would make sense. They're dealing with like Mars, and like and like armies on Mars, like invading, and like it's just it's just nonsense. Like it's like his 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 like fiction is so crazy. Like it's okay. like like his ideas are like it's it's just like. It, it must have been crazy when you like actually released it because it seems so like wild and like fanciful. Okay. And like just like the way he like talks about and just th- basically just does whatever he wants. Like, yeah. Because it's, it's just, all make believe. Yeah. Like he's he just does like, you know, it's like, oh, yeah. Like, you know, it's like just all this like weird, crazy stuff is happening. I'm, I'm pretty sure I own Slaughterhouse, but I've just never gotten around to reading it. I, I was happy I did just because okay. like, oh, like I should read it. I've, I've, you know, I finally read this thing that. That's. Now that we're into summer, I usually or spring, spring and summer, and then a little into fall, I'll usually spend more time reading. Mm-hmm. Walla Beef says I've read Colorless Sakuru Tazaki and his years of pilgrimage, and was pretty disappointed. That's by uh, Mirakami. Oh, I've never heard of that one. Never heard of that one either. Yeah, I would not say I was disappointed. I would just say having a like a newborn first child, mm-hmm. it was just a book I couldn't. I mean, there were. I've just basically been rereading Gene Wolfe books for four years because mm-hmm. <laughs> that's like what I've had the mental capacity to do with with my kids. Uh, and I'll probably reread Gene Wolfe this summer too. I'm. We're going through because my uh, high school buddies, for whatever reason, we started a, a book club. So Good. it's like let's watch Dune and read Dune. So we like read Dune and then watched like the old Dune, and those those are both just nonsense. Like the old Dune movie is just absolute insanity. Yeah. Like it's like they forgot how far in the book they were. And like, oh shit. Like we spent the first like two thirds of this movie going over like the first 150 pages. We got to let's just go. And so they, like, I mean, that it, it just goes. Doosh, 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 doosh. The first part of Dune is very compelling and there's mm-hmm. a lot that gets set up. Um, What was the next book? I then, yeah, then we did Neuromancer. Okay. And then we watched Johnny Mnemonic. <laughs> um, and then we just read a uh, a 
book called it's new fiction, new nonfiction, uh, called All Systems Red, about uh, nope, don't start playing. Uh, All Systems Red by Martha Wells, The Murderbot Diaries, um, about like a it's from the point of view of like this cyborg human murder bot. Okay. That's like they call them murder bots, but they can be used for many tasks. And so it's like deep into the future. And if you want to go like explore like a, a planet, this company will set you up with a tech, but they'll send you down with uh, one of these uh, kind of protector robots for every 10 people. Hmm. And so this one has like removed its governor module. So okay. it doesn't have to like obey. Sure. But it's still just like, Sounds like a thousand short stories I've read. That's the thing, yeah. So it's it was it was it was fairly short. Okay. Um, but it's about like its adventures of like because it doesn't like people necessarily. It just like it's just indifferent to them. Um, it just wants to watch its TV shows because it downloads like a whole bunch of like stories, and so like that's <laughs> like it it just wants to, it just wish they would all go away so it could just keep watching TV. Um, but things start trying to attack its people and, and, and so it just feels the need to defend them okay and like so it's just kind of their little adventure so it was, it was a it was a fun little thing did it, you ever it wasn't my favorite thing of all time but it was just a did you ever read ready player one yeah okay that was another one i couldn't get into it i it's it's interesting that like i i, I get why he got popular it's not like the heaviest or most like well-written book yeah i can see like he just got popular because the book itself was popular because you know it was just an easy like just nostalgia fun time. trip and that's all it was just literally yeah. like a nostalgia trip there's another book uh i can't think of the author's name right now her name is escaping me she wrote a book called every heart a doorway uh that was another book that i read all the way through but it was like this is fine mm-hmm. um that would that would probably be it feels really bad to say like it's my least favorite because that sounds like like every heart a door a doorway is worth reading mm-hmm. but it it, it is un, it doesn't also compare to many other books that I've read be, uh you could also my book you could probably say that about like yeah I liked reading it but it's not doesn't break any molds it's, or, yeah, it's, it's not Steinbeck yeah uh best new book that's not gene wolf so the best thing you've read um in like the last like 10 years that's not gene wolf uh i've talked about it many times probably so i will i'll name this one but uh, i won't i won't talk about it the dog said bow wow oh yeah yeah that's a collection of short stories uh i've really loved that uh that's not gene wolf I really liked White Fragility. I need to read that again. <laughs> um, <clears throat> nonfiction. That's nonfiction. Ah, fuck. I don't know. I've been reading and rereading Gene Wolfe for so long. Um, There's got to be something in there. Oh, uh, uh, Annihilation. Oh, okay. I liked Annihilation. Um... I've just I've just gotten to dip my toes back in. A, I mean, I used to read many books a mm-hmm. year, uh, and it just has not been the case. Annihilation was good, mm-hmm. and Annihilation was really, again, Annihilation is not compelling. 
it's not a page turner. Like if you see that, because I saw the movie first, uh, and if you see the movie, you're th- I think you would get the impression that it's going to be a page turner. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not a page turner, but it's compelling and interesting, and and the way that uh, just a character study of these of like this person. Well, and just the the way that oh Jesus, it's nothing. That's a lot of whiskey. That's a lie. That's a lot of whiskey. I'm not going to drink all that. I got to do shit tomorrow. Uh, the way the way that an alien species is presented in that mm-hmm. is so alien and it's, so it's bizarre. How, and how it's you show not unknowable. It's not heavy handed. Mm-hmm. That's what I loved so much about that is that it was it's very subdued very in the background and very up to your own interpretation like and that's it's done really like it's a book that you need to read a few times i think they did an interesting job with that in the in the movie because that's it's it's a hard thing for some it's easier to write about it and describe something as like this sort of unknowable whatever it is um but to show it it's like that visual language is is a little bit tougher because you have to like we, we have our preconceived notions of what we think something's supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. And to show something that doesn't look like anything. Did you read Annihilation? Yeah. Yeah. When it gets, it's, it's like Annihilation is almost like any good monster book or any, you know, any good Stephen King book where you're terrified of this monster, but then eventually you see the monster and there's no way, there's no way to make that work. Yeah. And so that one part of Annihilation is like, Without, I don't want to get spoilery, but it's like, it's just not, you just can't do that well, like mm-hmm. you're saying. Mm-hmm. You can't represent the visual aspect of it well. Mm-hmm. But the idea of having an alienness be so alien, even within the book itself, to like it's alien to the reader mm-hmm. and hard to understand and wrap your head around, mm-hmm. that, that you could do, there's a million ways to do that poorly mm-hmm. and only a few ways to do that well. Does that make sense? And this author d- found a way to do yep. it well, uh, where so much of it is left up to your own interpretation, mm-hmm. and so much of it is left in the background, and so much so much of it is left unsaid. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's really hard to do, and that I think that in that book is an achievement. I, got, I was thinking about this a, a few days ago because I convinced the person who got to choose our next book. Uh, they to choose exhalation because um, I, I completely forgot to read that what is exhalation uh it is the follow-up to story of your life and others mm, okay which like that might be the best thing i've read this decade yeah i think i think in the last 10 years it would probably be story of your life and others or the dog said bow wow which are two collections of short stories mm-hmm. so that's that's bizarre yeah exactly like it's like they have such like I, I still haven't. I, I should probably just read the dog says bow wow. Well, it's almost it's almost like uh, like all the stories have been written. You know that's how I feel sometimes. Where like they they constantly are remaking movies mm-hmm. or making books into movies or video games into movies. Uh, and it's almost like short stories are exploring ideas that mm-hmm. are have not been explored yet. Anyways, I'm sorry I interrupted you. No, but like and like that's that's the thing. It's like it's crazy that like this to. To not just make one, but to make like nine things that are, you know, 
there definitely is like a high point and a low point in between like the stories, but to really make it so that none of them none of them strike out, like they're all they're all worthy of being in, in that the, book. In there, yeah. Yeah. I mean that's like making an album where every there's nothing that you skip. Like like I like I went back and listened to the uh the one where the guy gets smarter, like he, like they 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 test a drug. That on one's him. a page turner. Oh, a hundred percent. Like I, I went back and listened to that one again. I'm like, this is like it's, and I and the the, the opening one where they that opening one's where, so where good. They, uh, where they're on the way to Babylon. Yeah. Um, that's a strong opener. It's it it gets you. It I need makes to reread you want, that. I only read through that it. once. Yeah, like it it makes you want to like keep going. And well, see that what one's the prose in that one. I remember being really beautiful too. Yeah. Like. His prose wasn't always striking. It very much so is in the one, the first one, whatever that is, the Tower of Babel or mm-hmm. something. Uh, and it, his prose is, is is great in uh, Story of Your Life. But, oh, it's, yeah. but there are other short stories in there that it's like the prose is is fine. His mm-hmm. you know his, his language is fine, but the ideas that are being explored are, are yeah, fun like, and Yeah, like they're definitely written differently. And like, that, that, that was my one knock on The Dogs at Bow Wow when we talked about it before was... The prose is fine. Mm-hmm. There's no point at which he waxes poetic and it's it's beautiful and flowery writing. It's it's the writing is good, mm-hmm. not great, not grand, not like wonderful or excellent, but the ideas that are being explored are yeah, so it's like fun. It, like it serves its purpose. Like like the the one where it's almost like a a news story about that guy that wanted to that like. That uh, where angels are real, yeah, and like and it and it and it, and it kills his and it kills his wife, like that's more of like a like a news story almost ta- like talking about this character as opposed to like being told from like his perspective, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That's I mean, <laughs> you said I couldn't name Gene Wolfe, but up in the old hotel is a collection of short stories from mm-hmm. Gene Wolfe, and that would be another one of my favorites from the last ten years. Uh, two years in a row, I took it up to the cabin mm-hmm. in the summer and read it, <laughs> like back. One year, and then the next year, I was like, I'm just going to read these stories again. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got arguably my favorite short story ever written called Straw by Gene Wolfe. Okay. I love that. Um, I, I was I was surprised how much I liked The Spy Who Came In From The Cold by John Lacar. I don't think I read that. Uh, it's like the original, like, or one of the, the first, like, great spy, spy novels. Okay. So it's like, it's like a Cold War story, basically. Did you ever read The Man Who Was Thursday? No, you should. You would okay. like that. Um, and yeah, like I, I'm sure I've talked about most of these before on here, so I don't want to go into depth. Uh, but I'm, I'm just still waiting for someone to read Pandora Star, and uh, I'm going to read that. And Judas I've, I've actually remembered the name Pandora Star. Um, the another book that came to my mind that it's a really good book, and I think people should read it. I keep trying to get Amber to read it because I think she would love it. Mm-hmm. That is a page turner, but it, it has that same problem of like once you kind of see the monster, it's it kind of everything gets deflated. It's by a guy named Nick Cutter, uh, and it is called The Troop. If you like if you like Stephen King mm-hmm. and kind of early Stephen King, mm-hmm. read The Troop. I mean, okay. it, it's thick, but it, it, it's about a Boy Scout troop who encounters something on an island. Hmm. Uh and that one, that one I read. That one I read probably, probably at least a decade ago. Okay, almost exactly a decade ago. I would bet I was probably about twenty-five when I read it. Um, 
And I like I ran through the first part of that book because it was so good. And then when I'm saying like my least favorite, it's like it just it kind of slows down. Sure. It's a little bit too long. It should be shorter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's really, it's still worth reading. It's very good. I read that all the way through. Even though it slowed down a little bit uh, and it gets a little bit too long. It's one, it, a good way to describe it would be like by the time it gets too long, you're enough into the book to finish it. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. We're like, yeah, this doesn't really need to be this long, but I got like 200 pages left. I'm just mm-hmm. going to finish this book. Yeah. Um, another, to answer Wallaby's question, another book, uh, that I quit recently was this summer I reread Dracula, which go read Dracula. I'm, st- I keep talking about it, but I'm so impressed by how well that book holds up from, it was written in the 1800s. Mm-hmm. Uh, I read, I, I started Frankenstein again mm-hmm. and the beginning of Frankenstein is so good and so fun. And then there just becomes a point in Frankenstein where you're like, eh, yeah, all right. Uh, cause I'd read, I had, I had read Frankenstein 15 years ago. I think I was like a freshman in college. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a long time ago and I remember liking it and I still liked it now, but it was like, I didn't need to reread it, you know? So that, that was a book that I recently quit, not because it stunk, but it was like, yeah, I don't need to reread this, but rereading Dracula, I was still just like this. It's so good. And that's like, that's gotta be the first like monster book. It's, read dracula it's 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 so crazy how good and modern that book feels when you're reading it and it's i mean can somebody look that up that book's got to be over 100 years old dracula when i said can somebody look it up i'm just going to do it original publication date is that ann rice 1897 is that ann rice no no (laughs) what'd she do Anne Rice's interview with the vampire. Oh. This is Bram Stoker. Oh yeah. Anne Rice is like interview with a vampire and she wrote vampire movies, but Anne Rice, I think Anne Rice is still alive. Uh Okay, Big J says, "Okay, I maybe lied. I've actually read a book or two. <gasps> I just remembered one. Uh a book or two in Dracula is one of them and yes, damn good book. It was written over 100 years ago." Hmm. I it's I guarantee if you read it you'll like it. Okay. It's just crazy to me how good it was. I don't rem- I remember liking it as a like I cuz that was another one I read as like a freshman mm-hmm. or maybe a sophomore I was like 18 or 19. And I remember liking it. But now just rereading it, it was just like, man, I can't believe how modern this book feels for mm-hmm. being written in the 1800s. Um I I can I have a book that answers Jeff's question. You're going to have to help me think of the name or maybe Amber if she's still in chat because the first book is one of the best books I've read in the last decade. And I read it after so this is a great example. I read it after Nemo was born, mm-hmm. but I couldn't I couldn't put it down and I the couldn't passage. stop talking to you and Amber about it. It was The Passage. I was obsessed with that book and mm-hmm. I like I think I read that book in like a week. Yeah, yeah. I plowed through that book and it was so good. And the second book is fucking boring. <laughs> it's boring. And I've tried so hard because I liked that first book so mm-hmm. much. I got like 300 pages into the second book and was like, fuck. I can't remember the name of the book. It's the second book uh, after The Passage. And The Passage is so good. I think Amber read that whole series. But I just, the second, man, I tried so hard to like it. And I just, 
I tapped out of it. Mm. I just couldn't do it anymore. It just got, it became like every other book about any kind of plague or yeah, that, that's kind of, I, I don't zombie know. apocalypse or anything like that. Yeah, I don't know how you could do that after that, like, after that book. Yeah, like it, 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 it's almost like the only, the only place it could have gone. Well, yeah, and I really liked the author's initial idea was like they wanted to write a series that spanned hundreds of years after some kind of like zombie apocalypse or something mm-hmm. like that. But that first book, man, if you want to have a good time, read the passage and just be done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Amber read the whole series and liked it. So, yeah. But the passage, I'm pretty sure I read it in like a week. I like, and that's not like I could easily read a book in a week uh before kids but this was like after nemo was born i read mm-hmm. that i i couldn't put that book down it was so good um another one that i read uh actually this was right before nemo was born i read the girl on the train i think oh. they ended up making that into a movie yes that was another one that was like that book was fine you could count that as like my least favorite book that i've read all the way through it was um it was good enough to read all the way through it was less good Gone Girl. Right. That was the only reason that that, that book became popular in the first place. The only, the only thing I would say in defense of The Girl on the Train is it's not as long as Gone Girl. Oh, yeah. Gone like, Girl goes on a little too long. Like, I didn't I didn't hate The Girl on the Train. No, neither did I. But I would still say Gone Girl is better. Mm-hmm. But still, Gone Girl, it's like, you could cut that down a little bit. Yes, you probably could. Gene Wolfe is still the best. <laughs> I'm trying to decide what Gene Wolfe I'm going to read. Last summer, I reread uh, The Wizard and the Night. Oh, sure. No, the other way around. The Night and the Wizard. Yeah. Uh, Wait, are you supposed to read them backwards? Maybe. Who knows with Gene Wolfe? I'm trying. It's It's been uh, it's been 12 weeks since you... What, how does that go? Uh, it's been probably two it's years been. since I have read... Shadow of the Torturer. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> the Book of the New Sun series. So I kind of want to read that. It's been the last time I read anything from the Latro mm-hmm. series, which is a series of three books, mm-hmm. uh, was when we were in San Diego. Okay. So that would have been five years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was the first time that I read the third book in that series. So I thought like, ooh, I could reread the Latro series. But I also have a bunch of new Gene Wolf books that I've bought. <laughs> Uh, like the devil in a forest. Uh, I bought that. Um, there's the, the collection of stuff that wall beef picked up for me, uh, that I'd coveted for years and Mm -hmm. I still haven't, I I still haven't read anything out of that. Um, and then, yeah, I want to read Pandora star. That's like the next book on my list. Uh, besides one other one that I've meant to read forever. I've never read any Michael Moorcock. He's kind of a sci-fi fantasy. Okay. Uh, turned out a ton of books in the 60s or 70s, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody can fact check me on when he was actually publishing. But he published, you know, it's like pulp books. Like he just published a bunch of books. Sure. Uh, and I have one of his that I've meant to read forever. It's called An Alien Heat. Okay. Uh, and that, But that one's like, it's like this thick. Oh, okay. Nice. Uh, nice and easy. So that was one I was like, maybe I'll read that and then I'll go on to the Pandora Star. Sure, because Pandora Star is not that. that no, thing. you said that thing is fucking dense. It's big. Was it the one book? Because two books in that series. Yes. And the one's like ninety six hours. 
No, they're like 40-something hours each. So, so the okay. whole thing is like 90. So, yeah. yeah. So, and then the, I, I do want to read the third book in uh, Annihilation series. Oh, okay. I read the second book, and I feel like that book's already starting to slip from my mind. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, if I'm going to read the third one, I might have to reread it. I definitely want to reread Annihilation. Mm-hmm. I don't feel as strongly that I need to reread the second one. Uh, I probably won't ever read that third book. It's hard for me to tell because as my kids get older, like my daughter has been full on toddler testing limits lately, mm-hmm. which is exhausting. And it's like, after that, the last thing I want to do is like sit down and read a book. It's like, I want to just veg. I don't even want to play video games. Like I want to veg out in front of the TV. Mm-hmm. That's all I want to do. Um, but it's 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 also hard. Like maybe in ten years I'll be able to read like I used to, where I could read. You know, I could just plow through a book in a week, uh, without issue. Yeah. You know, especially if I can like. Oh yeah, like you you can even like take your kids to sports practice and yeah. read there. Yeah. They'll like uh, they'll, they'll be uh, they'll be they'll be pockets of time they're gonna present themselves to you. And so maybe that's where I reread the Annihilation and. I can't even think of the name of the second book right now. Doesn't matter. It is called. Doesn't matter who. Too late. It's called Authority. You know what I should re-sign up for is Audible. I could probably read a lot more books if I if I listen to books. Uh, it, it's it's helped me considerably because I, I I just don't have time to read. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna murder you. Uh yeah. I should I should sign up for Audible because well, how much is Audible a month? Uh, is it twenty bucks a month? Fifteen, but okay. you, get, you, you get a book a month. I should sign up for Audible again. Yeah, like you like you could sign up for like a couple months to get a couple books you want to read. The thing that pissed me off with Audible, this is just a random rant, but so with with Audible you got credits, mm-hmm. and I had three no I had four credits saved up, mm-hmm. uh, and I canceled my Audible subscription. Mm-hmm. And they take your credits away. Oh, really? And I was like, I called them and I was like, why? Well, I, I paid for those credits. I, you know, I canceled my subscription. I want to use them. They're like, oh, sorry. Without your subscription, you can't use your credits. We can give you your money back. And I was like, I don't want my money back. I want those credits. Mm-hmm. I paid for those months. And they were like, yeah, we, you can't get those back. You can have your money back. <laughs> and I just didn't. I mean, I didn't give the person on the phone too much hell because they're not the one making the rules, but it was just like, why? It's it's just it's cheaper for you guys to just give me the credits. Yeah, I don't know if it is or it isn't. Uh, but I mean, they gave me my money back, mm-hmm. like no problem. It just came right back to me. But it was like, I just told the guy, I was like, well, I'd rather have the credits because I know there are books I want to pick, and I was just planning on holding on to those credits until I saw the books that I wanted. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, you can't do that. And it was like, what? yeah, it's so weird. Cause like you, why? Cause you keep the books forever. That's, that's so weird. Right. <laughs> I was, it was just bizarre to me that they were like that stringent about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just, it just bugged me. It was like, all right, well, yeah, I guess I'll, I mean, <laughs> first off I had to call you to get my money back. Yeah. So if I hadn't called you, I would have lost the credits and the money. Correct. It seems like what you fuckheads should be doing is 
if I cancel my subscription, I can't save the credits. You should just automatically send me that money back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at least they sent my money back. But yeah, I should sign up for Audible. You can find a lot of like, because uh, I think Rolo was saying he wanted to read Dracula. Mm. And I was like, I guarantee there's a thousand different versions of Dracula on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sure enough, there was. I just, first one I found, I just sent to him. Uh, there's a lot of those books that you could find. Because they're public domain at this point. Right. You could just find on YouTube. The only thing that I don't know that's, the thing that's tricky is that, I mean, the recordings of them aren't public domain. No, yeah. The literature is, but the recording of it is still, you had to pay voice actors and pay for studio time, and those aren't public domain. So it's probably still... Yeah. Frowned upon, yeah. if not just illegal. Like you might find some like BBC like radio play that's that's like for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh but there I mean and there were like several different versions mm-hmm. of Dracula. Uh but I'll bet I'll bet you could find I'll bet well maybe not because there's a movie. Probably couldn't find Dune. No, I'm guessing not. I'll bet you could find Annihilation. For free? I'll bet. Let's see. That's that's too new. How do you spell annihilation? A N N. That's an S. I H Alation. Oh my god. That was close. Annihilation, five hours fifty nine minutes. Full audiobook. Probably book one. illegally, but it's yeah. There. Uh there's here's another one. Annihilation, a novel, the Southern Reach trilogy, book one, audiobook, five hours, fifty nine minutes. Uh Annihilation Alien Invasion, number four, Annihilation, nine hours, fifty one minutes. So yeah, those books are just fully up on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Uh if you want to. The other thing you could do. There are websites too where you can technically download like PDFs of, oh. a, of a full book mm-hmm. and then just have their software that'll just read to you. And I'm sure you, you can, can go just to like toss the PDF text in there and it'll just read the whole thing to you. Pirate Bay and type in, you know. Oh, yeah, you could do that. That's probably way easier. And it's probably just the literal audiobook file. I like having a physical book, but I also like audiobooks because it just allows me. They allow you to read more. When I used I, to have longer commute times, I would mm-hmm. read more or listen to more audiobooks. I, I like the combination of both sometimes. Like if like hearing it said, like if words are kind of like if it's like certain fantasy things, it, yeah. just, it makes it a little easier yeah. to like comprehend either one way or the other. Um, like he, like putting faces to names in Game of Thrones TV show. Yeah, well, I think we talked so about that like a week ago. I understand the book. <laughs> yeah. The other Oh yeah, I know who these people are. Uh I and I know I've talked about this before too, but I can't do nonfiction books as audiobooks. Mm. I like there's too much that I need to be able to slow down and think about. I did some of the reasons I can't do Gene Wolfe in audiobook. I don't even know if there are Gene Wolfe audiobooks. Of course there are. You think so? Oh yeah. Hmm. Like I have shot on torture. Do you? Yeah, it's right it's somewhere. In my I've mind. read it's somewhere in my Audible list. I've read that enough times. I could probably get that as an audiobook. Um, but if it was a new Gene Wolfe book, there's no way I could read it as an audiobook. You're just not giving yourself enough credit. 
No, it's like nonfiction. He's he's amazing. What? <laughs> All I do is listen to nonfiction. No, you listen to fiction. Oh God damn it! <laughs> That's uh, funny. The 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 one the last nonfiction I listened to. Wait, you actually mean nonfiction now? Was probably uh, uh, John Stewart's book. Yeah, I, can't I remember c- what that one was called. I could listen to a biography, but that was uh, it wasn't a biography. That it was just like, he just kind of wrote a like a funny book about like government okay. and all this other stuff. Um, but you know, it, it was it it was you know like him reading it, and it was it was really good. Um. I can't remember what it was called, though. I uh, couldn't remember. Yeah. Maria Montessori is a secret of childhood. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's a book you probably can't listen to. No, I would, I would assume not. Uh, or. Um, the Bible. You probably listen to the Bible. What's, I don't know. Jebediah begot Jedediah. Jedediah begot Spedediah. You, you, you're, you're doing it. You, got, you get them all. Man. Nemo was asking about going to church. Nope, but he uh, was asking questions today, and you should see me and Amber trying to explain what Good Friday was. Because I was like, I don't, I think it's <laughs> this shouldn't be, but it's almost embarrassing because I just I don't know anything about uh, that religion. I mean, I that's not true, but there's a lot I don't know. And I was like, I'm pretty sure Good Friday is when they had the Last Supper. And Amber's like, I'm pretty sure Good Friday is when Jesus died. And I was like, Oh no, yeah, you're right. I think I think Good Friday is the day Jesus died. And what day did he rise? Sunday, Easter Sunday, because there was a there were bunnies and they woke him up. That's that's probably true. They gave him look. They gave him little bunny kisses. Little bunny kisses. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that was just it was it was just funny to see us like. Well, I don't know. I don't know. But then we had a fun conversation about like some people believe things. Mm-hmm. Your your parents don't. Yep, you are going to you are going to have friends at school. Oh yeah, that believe things. Yeah, different than different than you do. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, and we talked about his his Bapu, my dad, and Grandma Jan. Uh, is he excited for the Easter Bunny? Does he does he get to hunt for eggs? He we we're gonna do an egg hunt, but not an not from the Easter Bunny. <laughs> Why not? I don't know. Well, at, at no point did I. I don't think I ever thought the Easter Bunny was real. That's uh, like, that's something you have to trick a kid with. I don't think I did either. Like that's that 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 makes no sense. I don't know. Like, All they're, they're, like that bunny lays eggs, Cadbury eggs, in the TV commercial. Like I knew the Easter Bunny wasn't real. To me, it doesn't make like I don't know. To me, as a parent, it's like what's fun is hunting for Easter eggs. Yes. Yeah. And we're gonna de- we're gonna decorate Easter eggs. Yeah. The concept of Santa Claus is a whole different story. Like that, the the joy of thinking a jolly fat man is leaving you presents for those first few years yeah blew my mind he like, likes that that's that that but like easter bunny you know that's not real. he even said to you us you don't have to trick a kid he with that. even said to us today like well even if you guys told me you didn't believe in santa claus i would still say that i believed in him yeah cause it's so much fun because we were saying that bapu and grandma jan believe that jesus died and rose from the dead and mom and papa know that's not possible and we don't believe that but they believe it and whatever and then he was like well if you guys told me you didn't believe in santa i would still believe in him and i was like okay yeah because he's fucking santa claus he's the best <laughs> right. uh but i don't know i he we it's like amber says mostly because he has a pj mask book about chocolate eggs mm-hmm. so yeah he got some chocolate eggs and we're gonna hide them and mm-hmm. 
Uh, his Amber's mom, his ama, bought him and his sister uh, like an egg coloring kit. We're gonna color some eggs. Get him a basket. And that's oh, they have baskets. Nice. And that you know, coloring eggs is gonna be fun. And oh yeah, like I, like I, like I remember coloring eggs, and I remember hi- getting chocolate and oh yeah, like I remember like waking up, there'd be a an Easter basket waiting for me. They usually usually just random candy bars. Like I I knew friends that got like legit gifts on Easter. Yeah, I did too. That was not a thing. I remember being did. jealous of it. Oh, yeah. Like, they got like fucking huge bunnies yeah. and actual toys. It's like, I may have gotten like a tiny Nerf gun. No, I knew a kid who got video games. Yeah. But it was, was usually, like, what the fuck? It was just. You yeah. got a Nerf gun. I would have been jealous of that. I got cho- I got chocolate bars. That's what I got. My kids aren't getting a chocolate bunny, but I I remember getting a chocolate bunny. Yeah, I would get a chocolate bunny and then like some chocolate bars I like. Yeah. Um, and that was it. One year, I wonder if my parents did this because my sister Gina was just a little too old. Mm-hmm. But my younger, my sister Amy and I were still like young enough to be into Easter. They did plastic eggs with cash in them. Mm. And I still remember it like it was the greatest thing. It was like, fuck, I made all this money. I can just go buy shit with it. Uh, and I also remember there was a, they had hidden a plastic Easter egg in the downstairs bathroom mm-hmm. and nobody found it mm. and it was like the dead middle of summer and i found it mm-hmm. and it had like nine or ten bucks in it mm-hmm. which was enough to like get a new action figure and i was just like oh my god <laughs> it was so exhilarating to find and i didn't tell anybody yeah I, I, it's it's funny it's like you know like my parents, my parents would just run around the main floor of the house just chucking eggs behind stuff little just the, the little the little tiny ones yep just chucking them behind stuff and yeah, like I have like distinct memories of like months later, like just like behind the stereo is like this like weirdly melted chocolate egg. It's like, oh, there's one that's no one, no one ever found. Still eat that? Oh yeah, it's like, oh, there it is. Like, well, one of the problems for us is going to be that Nemo is fucking terrible at looking for things. Really? Yesterday I got. That's the best part. I got kind of. I was yesterday Does he like looking though. He likes looking, okay. but he's well, padded. but like if you're like. Hey, go get your shoes. He'll go out and like be standing over his shoes and be like, I can't find them. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, he's terrible at it. And uh, I mean, yesterday I was yesterday was like we were just exhausted. And Aurora is really bucking bedtime right now because she's just testing every limit. Yeah. Today, today we told her we told her she couldn't be like I told her she couldn't be dicking around with a chair mm-hmm. that I got for her. You can't be fucking climbing it and falling all over. If you're not just sitting in the chair, I'm going to take the chair away. And so then she would like put a leg off to the like mm-hmm. put a leg off to the side and look at me. And then she's like, okay. And then she'd like put her leg up. You guys can't see what I'm doing, but would like put her leg up on another piece of furniture while she was sitting on the chair. And then she'd look at me. I'm like, okay, this is cool. And then she like then she would like pick her body up and I'd. Kind of give her a look and she'd be like, oh, okay. And she'd sit back down. Like she's just fucking testing every stupid inch. And it's so exhausting. And so last night I'm upstairs. Uh, and like our deal right now is she has to lay down and we'll kind of sit there as she falls asleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then Nemo comes out of the room. And he's like, Papa, I have to poop. And I was like, okay. So he goes and poops. And he's starting. He wants to wipe his own butt, but they have like little dinosaur arms. So he can't he can't really get it. Yeah. So you still have to wipe his butt for him. And he was like, There's no wipes. And I was like, All right, man, well you're gonna you're gonna have to use toilet paper. But then there was no toilet paper in the bathroom. I was like, fuck. 
And I knew Aurora, like I had just gotten Aurora to chill out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I knew if I left, it was going to be like, fuck, I'm going to have to do this all over again. So I was like, Nemo, can you please just go down? Don't sit on anything. Can you go downstairs and just get some wipes? And he was like halfway down the stairs and he goes, I, where, I don't, where are they? I don't know where they are. And I, I apologized to him when he got back upstairs, but I was like, where do you think they would be, dude? And I literally said it to him like that. I felt so bad, but it was it just like slipped out. I was like, where do you think the wipes would be, dude? Mm-hmm. And he goes, in the bathroom? And I was like, yeah. And then he went down and got him, and then he came back up, and I, I was like, he's so sweet. I was like, I'm really sorry for the way I just talked to you. I'm tired and I'm crabby, but it's not okay for me to talk to you like that, and I'm really sorry. And he was like, it's okay, Papa. He was just so nice about it. it it's funny how like obvious that should be. Like, Can you just go get some from downstairs? Sure instant panic oh no where are they where if you had to wipe your butt and you were downstairs where would they be the bathroom the bathroom i did it <laughs> i figured it out how did i get onto my son wiping his butt easter eggs your daughter oh he's terrible at looking for stuff yes that that'll be great so if, if he's having a hard time on sunday uh videotape like an obvious one where he just like where you're just like it's over there and he's just just, like staring at it well he he's also it's funny because nemo never really bucked the system all that much Mm -hmm. but like he loves to play this game this is the story's going somewhere it's gonna wrap back around he likes to play this game where we hide a thing and Mm -hmm. then he has to come into the room and find it but sometimes if he can't find it he'll just ball he'll just cry and he's very sensitive that way which like he is very much amber's child Mm -hmm. amber is you know you could say like hey will you clean up those dishes and to amber it's like you're personally insulting her you're saying like you're a bad wife and a bad mother and just a bad human when you say that like Mm -hmm. she's very sensitive um and in my mind it's like i don't mean anything by it I'm trying to work on my tone, Mm -hmm. but Nemo's like that. He's just very sensitive. Whereas Aurora is very much my child where she wants to fucking test every stupid rule and has a big fuck you attitude. And when I went out to talk to her about being a shit today, she just looked at me and went, shh. (laughs) And it was like, child, Uh, tried to shush me. But that's my only worry is like if we hide Easter eggs, they could be as obvious as fuck and he might just be like i can't i can't i can't like just lose his mind oh man it's gonna be a crazy time in this household when like she's like beating him up oh my god i like i i can't imagine it not happening they are going to have this is what my wife and i are banking on is that they're going to have a stable household when they're teenagers which neither of us had. But okay. Yeah. For as like sweet and innocent as Amber is, she was still reckless as a teenager, mm-hmm. and I, I was ill-advisedly. Mm-hmm. Is that a word? Yeah. Reckless. And I just hope that so much of that was because we were kind of lashing out because of, yeah, insane, unstable households. Like, like, like she might be like my sister, where like. Like she could be a a real like pain in the ass, yeah. But it it would only go so far and only happen so often because 
Our kids are going to listen to this podcast someday. Yeah. Yeah, really glad I didn't get pregnant at a dumb young age. Well, let's hope my sister doesn't listen to this. Yeah, she this is, is rude. Mean. Sorry. Uh, but it's so like, like I, I, I have distinct memories of like my sister being in her room and my parents being at that door like, and it was just escalating me just being like, what the fuck is going on? This is amazing. <laughs> uh, it's... But it didn't happen that much, and it, and it never really amounted to much of anything. But but it, it's 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 more that stuff where it was her like testing something and like being right. Teenagers are going to be teenagers. Yeah. you were even a teenager to your oh, parents, yeah. I'm sure. Oh, 100%. I mean, teenagers are going to be teenagers. I just obviously they're going to have more supervision than mm-hmm. Amber and I did. Uh, and I just hope that there's not there's not as much of a need to kind of lash out is the best way I can explain, but just find avenues to express your frustration that you don't understand because you're only 16. As as the middle child, I knew how to game the system. Yeah. Because, like, my brother did things because he was the oldest one and he was the first one. My sister was the opposite. But she still – but so I, I, I found a way to live in the middle – and not get noticed for like yeah it was so it was it was easier to like uh not necessarily get away with things but it was just easier to like uh, you also have a personality where you're not trying to get away with things like you weren't trying to smoke pot in your bedroom at 15 yeah like they knew i wasn't like sneaking alcohol or or sneaking out yeah right uh I just really hope I'm really trying to build like a level of trust with my kids where they trust me when I say like, I just, I, I can't stop you from doing it Mm -hmm. because you need to have your own life. Mm -hmm. I didn't have kids to lord over them all the time. I had kids because I think life is cool and you deserve to have your own life. But I really think that some of this stuff you absolutely should wait on to do. Yeah. Like I, like I was so not like the kid that would like, like pushed like those like 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 the drinking boundaries those other boundaries so much that like we were we just graduated high school and so we were going to my buddy's pete's cabin for like the first time of like our our yearly cabin trips. sure um my parents like oh like are his like our like his you know his it's his family's cabin like his his parents are going through with him like yeah of course like i assume they were and so, like, when we, like, got in, like, the cars and drove Not up there. Not even lying, just so, like, assuming. Yeah, so, like, when we got up there in the cars and drove up there, and, like, you know. They weren't there. Oh, no, because, well, yeah, like, you know, like, we left his parents' house. And, yeah. like, drove, you know. Did you they, tell your parents? No, but at that by that point, I don't think they cared, because, again, like, we were. No, we, when you got back. No. Okay. Like, like I, I, you know, I don't, it was just more of, like, you know, we, we had we had a great time up there. Um we didn't have as an easy access to alcohol as we would when we were, cause fuck, I was, they were all 18 at that point. I was 17 because I'm like a year younger than basically all of them because of weird Canada stuff. Uh, <laughs> Canada made you smarter. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, but, you know, what the first year of college, that was a lot easier to get, you know, alcohol. And there, there wasn't, a, you know, there wasn't a need to try and tell my parents that, like, mm-hmm. his parents weren't going to be there. Um, but, but uh, yeah, like, I... I remember, like, there was a point where, like, oh, we're just here by ourselves. Like, there's like eight of us, and like, there's no, like, there's no, there's no parents around. Like, I'm, like, like, I was eighteen, I was seventeen at that point. And I, I was, like, my, it was like my first experience. Of, Amber, like, were being you seventeen when we went to Florida with tickets that your mom bought for oh, us? She must have been. 
I'm pretty sure she was 17 mm-hmm. and her mom bought us tickets to Florida. Mm-hmm. And I was 18 and we flew down to Florida to like go stay in a motel. And we got to, we got down there. Okay, you were 18. Oh, but still, she was in high school. Yeah, she was she was a senior in high school but 18. Uh and we got down there and there was a moment that we both looked at each other like All right, we're here. And then it was like I've not, I've only traveled places with my parents. How do we get to like we mm-hmm. didn't know how to get to the hotel or and and because it was us being able to afford it. Mm-hmm. Uh it was like a motel. And I distinctly remember like, I was like, okay, we'll just get in a taxi. We didn't. So at this point too, in our lives, we didn't have credit cards. So we couldn't, it wasn't, you know, like at this point we have like thousands and thousands of dollars of credit. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, if you get stuck somewhere, you're like, whatever, fuck it. Just charge a thousand dollars. We'll figure it out. <laughs> yes. Uh, which was not the case at 18. Whatever cash you had, or money in your checking account was like the money that you had. You didn't have credit cards or like a way to get out of things. And so it was like, well, this is going to kind of ruin our plan, but we'll just pay cash and we'll just get a taxi. And I remember riding in the taxi, going past the hotels that I would have stayed at, like with my parents. Mm -hmm. And like every, it was like every five miles we went, the hotels got a little bit worse and a little bit worse and a little bit worse until we got to our motel and it was just like, Oh no. Whoops. And we got into our motel and the first thing we did was close the blinds. Uh, and then we had a lot of sex, but we closed the mm-hmm. blinds. Uh, and it was just like, what are we doing? I'm pretty sure your mom let me sleep over when I, when you were 17 though. <laughs> That's gotta be true. Uh, I know you slept over at my house when you were 17, but my parents were never there. So it's all It's all good. <laughs> I mean, if you, yeah, oh yeah, if you want to talk about two people who lucked out that no stupid thing happened to them, mm-hmm. it's us two. I mean, we just got so lucky that two basically like latchkey kids of just like yeah, just without without any like any sort of supervision. Yeah, and your boyfriend before slept over and you guys were sixteen. It was just we're just lucky that nothing. Mm-hmm bad happened and that like i really want to try to be honest with my kids and just be like look genuinely we were just lucky yeah i do not recommend what we, we did just- all the stupid shit that we shouldn't have done mm-hmm. and we're, we're just lucky like not that it's been a terrible thing in anybody's life uh but my sister was not as lucky got pregnant when she was 14 you know had her had my niece when she was 14 like that's so super young mm-hmm. and really hard. And you just don't get a lot of your life because suddenly you're a parent. Like yeah. we just got lucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And big J <laughs> my brother-in-law says, while you were sleeping in Amber's room, I was in a manager's room. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like it was man, her poor brother, their poor brother. Screw that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Amber shared a wall with that poor guy. He hopefully he had good headphones. Oh man, yeah, it, it was funny. Like we were like we were thinking back to like the early days of our cabin, where it was because we had no money because we were just yeah. super poor college kids. Like now it's like we're like, you know, like someone was making like taco meat in like a like 
he was like shredding chicken and like making like a crock pot full of like so we can have like tacos at night and like it's like it's it's a it's a much more like low key like lazy uh where the first ones were more it was literally like okay let's go to let's go to Sam's with my parents we're gonna buy the hundred box of frozen hot dogs and like the eighty box of hamburger patties yep the grill is just literally it's gonna be on like whatever charcoal grill we're just gonna keep we're just gonna keep trying to like and you're just eating hot dogs all day and like and doritos <laughs> and beer and mountain dew like like in gatorades because like you know you gotta stay hydrated <laughs> exactly you gotta get yourself electrolytes <laughs> uh, and so it was just you know like, it was just these like we made do with like the little, like the very little money we had, where it was like, like splitting up well, at the end of the at the end of the weekend, like okay, everybody owes, like, such and such a dollar about like that. Yeah. When yeah. Amber and I went to Florida, it was the same thing. We didn't have any money, and so I remember we went out to this all you could eat buffet twice, mm. and I still remember that because it was an all you could eat seafood buffet, so you could get like crab and lobster, and they had this lobster macaroni and cheese that was so good, but you would like fill up on it. Uh, and so what we did was we bought a three-day pass to Universal Studios, and it had a free shuttle from our motel. So we went to Universal Studio every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by the f- after the first day, we had gone on all the rides. And it was like, we didn't really want to go on the other rides. So then literally for two days, we just people watched mm. at Universal Studios. And I remember there was this this fountain there that people didn't know was like an automated fountain and it had, it could like squirt water at you and it could talk at you and, and play noises. Mm-hmm. We spent so much time just sitting there watching this fountain fuck with people who didn't know that it was, that there was somebody like controlling it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the other thing that we did was we didn't put the park. So the past, the three day universal studio pass did not include the, the food mm-hmm. and the park food was insanely expensive. Of course, so what we did was from our hotel, we walked, like I want to say we walked a long way and got groceries and we just bought tons of bread and peanut butter and jelly. And every single day we were there, we just had like three peanut butter and jelly sandwiches throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And that was like how we ate. Like that, let me think of like, so first year of college, so 2000. Two, yeah, sounds right. Um, we were. I went down to California with Dan. No, Florida. Uh, and like it's like his mom had some YMCA thing they were doing near Disney World, so like we would get to like stay there for free. Sure. Um. So we're, it was like we were about to like I went I went to. Went to his folks' house before we had to got you know went to get on my the, water. Went to get on the the airplane to to fly down there, and like his dad just goes, "Hey, you know, I know you're in college, just you know, don't worry about the flight." I'm like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, I don't, don't, yeah, it's it's okay. Like, I'll 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 just get it for you." And I'm just like, "What? Well, huh?" <laughs> <laughs> like, I, it's it, it like just these like these little like. These little acts of like generosity right. that like people can like do for you. Well, that that like, just kind of like stay with you for like. I was talking to Big effort. J about this when we drove up. Uh, I liked his dad. I'll share his dad's version of it too. When we drove up to uh, Duluth recently, mm-hmm. me and Big J were talking, and I remember my dad. It was like you'd go down to see him because he lived an hour away. Mm-hmm. 
and he'd be like, here's some gas money. And it would be like 50 bucks, a hundred bucks, like way more than it took. Cause this was, you know, years and years ago, mm-hmm. over a decade ago. So it was like way more than it took to fill your tank. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, that's awesome. And then James said what his dad would do it was just a lottery. If he got anywhere in the car with you mm-hmm. to go, he would just make you stop at the gas station and he'd fill your tank. So if you were, you know, if you had three quarters of a tank, mm-hmm. you'd get a quarter of a tank for free. But if you were almost on E, you would just get the full tank. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I like that. Just the, the random lottery of like, what do you get? And like, like I, I, I get that now, like from your parents where it's like from like just parents in general, like, like my parents are like, uh, you know, like it, it happened all, all the time with like, with like Chang's full, like, like going out to eat where like they gas roulette, sorry. Like they knew we cared. Like they knew we, they knew we were thankful. Yeah. But like they would just buy dinner. Like that's just the way it went. Dude, I've told you a number of times. I mean, I'll never forget the amount of times that your parents fed mm. me. When I was broken in college and we get to go over to your parents' house and they'd have like, your dad would have some kind of smoked meat and there'd be white chili Mm -hmm. and bread and, you know, your mom would make some kind of like heavy dense thing Mm -hmm. or uh, pierogi or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And I, me and Amber had no money. It would be like, we would be pouring like cold ragu sauce over noodles but it would be like on Sunday we'd get we knew we got to go over to the Natix house and your parents would feed us and it just meant so much to us because you're just so broke and you have no money and we were like oh home cooked meal yeah like 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 there's a certain age where you like get it where like especially like I'm sure like you guys now as your parents where you're just like you'll you know there'll be a point when when your kids are a certain age where you're just like you'll take pleasure in doing that sort of thing for them and their friends a dream of mine is to like to have my kids like me enough Mm -hmm. that like they're 19 and in college and they like watching fighting Mm -hmm. but the cards are expensive and i'll be able to say like come over and Mm -hmm. let's let's watch the yeah bring your buddies bring your buddies we'll watch ufc Mm -hmm. they don't have to pay for it and i'll order a bunch of fucking pizza Mm -hmm. or i'll have a bunch of food made and like they just get to come over and pig out and like especially you know if they're 21 mm-hmm. and they want to come over they can drink my beer like that's so that the idea of that is so exciting to me mm-hmm. to be like oh my kids and two of their friends are going to come over on Saturday and we're going to watch the fights mm-hmm. i better go i'm going to go get a couple of 12 packs and I'll order a bunch of pizza and wings or like whatever food they want. Like that idea is so exciting to me because I just, I know how amazing that was when I was there. And it, it's, it's weird to think, but it's, it's so simple, right? Like it's such an easy thing. But when you can't to, afford it, it feels like such a major deal. Exactly. And, and it's, it's, it's like, it's, it's so like, you, yeah, you don't fully grasp it. You know, in your early twenties, you're just like, like you're, like you're like, oh, this, like you're thankful, this is nice. But then, like as you're like getting older, you're like, oh, like it, yeah, like 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 what it, well, like it's it's you, you fully grasp what it what it means. Think about like your mom making white chili or mm-hmm. your dad, whoever makes the white chili, mm-hmm. where it's chicken mm-hmm. and white beans mm-hmm. and like chicken stock. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's a cheap meal, and you throw it in the crock pot. Mm-hmm. It's not like your parents were feeding me lobster stuff with tacos. Yeah. Um, but I didn't, I didn't know how to shop 
for cheap, delicious dinners. I didn't know how to make them. I didn't really understand crock pots. Mm-hmm. Like, it, you're right. It is so simple, but it was just like, I could almost cry talking about it. I always just remember saying like, like right before I went downstairs, I'd look at your parents and be like, thank you so much. Cause I was like, I'm trying not to cry. Mm-hmm. I was like so genuinely grateful because I was so, mm-hmm. I remember when I was, when I first moved out, I moved out with a part-time job and I told my friend Jesse I'd pay for his rent until he found something. It took him forever to find something because he was a lazy fuck. Uh, and there was a time where I went four days without eating any food. Uh, well, that's not true. The only food that I ate is like when people would leave like an empty bag of Gardettos. Like they oh, didn't yeah, eat Best the Buy. end of it at Best Buy mm-hmm. and I would like eat what they left. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, it was four days straight where that was all I ate. And then Amber visited with her aunt and her aunt had bought them a bunch of food and Amber shared the food with me. And mm-hmm. it was like, I still remember it because it was like, I just, I needed food so bad. I hadn't eaten for so long. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it's, and it's those things where it's like, like there, there's a certain, uh, there's a certain amount of like, you don't want to admit that like you're, that you want the food or you're hungry for the food. Right. But like you usually could have just like, like, you know, you could have asked like, for it. Exactly. And so in like, a million people would have given it to you, but there's like, you're at that age where it's like, I don't want to no. admit that I should like, I, I probably shouldn't have moved out or like, I maybe she like, I definitely shouldn't have. Uh, I was never going to move back though. Yeah. I would have rather been homeless than move back. Like I was just, mm-hmm. and it was so stupid. I didn't need to move out at 18. Like it was just dumb, mm-hmm. but it was, it's something that you thought you like you needed to do. Right. And maybe I did. I don't know, but it was, it was, I hope my kids don't feel that way. No, but a four. I mean, I want them to move out eventually and go on their own, but like, you don't need to move out at eighteen, guys. If you're listening to this, yeah, like, like, and that's the thing. It's like you you want to afford them the luxury to make those ease those simple mistakes. Yeah. Where it's like that's not life threatening. That's not going to ruin them for. Or life. if you move out and you want to come back, there's nothing wrong with exactly. that. Exactly. I could have gone back. Well, my my parents sold their house pretty quick, so I couldn't have gone back. But, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, I remember having a, uh, I very, I've never forgotten this. I was talking to you and we were at, uh, my sister Amy's house and I was, I had no money. Oh, like in, in St. Paul. Yeah. And, uh, we were outside and I was having a cigarette mm-hmm. and you were talking about, you wanted to go do something fun. You were like, I wish we just had enough money to like do X, whatever it was. And you were still living with your parents, smartly. <laughs> uh, and I remember saying to you, like, man, literally all I wish I had the money, I wish I could afford a six-pack of IBC root beer a week. Mm-hmm. That's all I wanted. It was like, that's all I want. I just want to be able, like, I couldn't afford root beer. I could afford, like, beans, rice, and eggs. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all I could buy, and that's all I would eat. <laughs> uh and it was like a moment for me where I was like, that can't be that hard to get, to make enough money to get a six pack of root beer mm-hmm. <laughs> once a week. Like, what could that possibly cost? Uh, and it was just like, it was like, okay, well, that's my new goal that I want to make enough money that I can do that. Mm-hmm. And it was like a good example of like, well, there's a goal that's attainable mm-hmm. that it really was not within my grasp right then yeah but i had to you know and then it was it was like a few months later i got a full-time position at mm-hmm. best buy uh and i just ragged on jesse until he got a, a job 
And then pretty soon I did. I had a like a six pack of root beer every week, and it was like cool. And I, you treasure that root that root beer because yep. you couldn't get it before. And like yeah, you weren't you weren't asking for anything crazy. You weren't like no. You just wanted. That was all I wanted. wanted root beer. I lived in. I literally had a mattress, not even a box spring. It was a mattress on the ground in an unfinished basement. Oh yeah, it, it like thinking. Do you remember that it basement? Now, it, it looked like where you would keep somebody you didn't want. Right, and Jesse and I split it, and it was just split by a curtain. <laughs> I mean, there was just a curtain between us. Like that was how we split our room. Oh, yeah. Uh and then at one point Amber lived there with you. Yep, Amber <laughs> lived in that basement with me, with a cat in the roof. With a cat in the roof. Just, Fuck, that's crazy. Like, to think about that now, mm-hmm. that's so bananas. It was just an unfinished basement. <laughs> You're just sleeping on a cement floor, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, Less than a mile from Amherst Campus, at least. Yep. Real close to Hamlin. It was... But it's it was like... it When you are 18, it was just like, yeah, this is fine. At least I paid rent. That's true. That's yeah, it's better than <laughs> Jesse paid rent for a little, but he stole from us. Yeah, he, so he was net negative, right? Uh, yeah, that's bizarre. And then we went, and then we lived for a summer with Amber's aunt and uncle in basically mm-hmm. an unfinished basement. Mm-hmm. And then we got our first apartment, and I remember that apartment. I was like, man, this is living. Look at all these rooms we got. We got a living room mm-hmm. and a bedroom and a kitchen and a kitchen. In a dining area. And technically, like, a, was there a deck or just a window out there? No, there was a deck. Yeah, with a deck to the highway. That I have a very vivid memory because that was when my insomnia was peak. That was the worst insomnia I had. And I remember very vividly I was in sweatpants and a hoodie uh, and, like, socks and slippers. And it was winter. Mm-hmm. And I could not sleep. And that our deck overlooked the highway. <laughs> and I went out wrapped in a down comforter. And just sat out on the balcony mm-hmm. in the winter and just watched the highway because I couldn't sleep. It was like I sat there from like two in the morning until I don't know. But I, that was that was the worst that my insomnia ever was was when we lived there. I wonder how much of that was the sheer amount of caffeine we would drink too late. All all of it maybe because I would it was, was we would get Taco Bell and I would drink a giant like the biggest Taco Bell Baja Blast that yeah. I could drink. And then I'd be like, I can't sleep, and I don't know why. Yeah, like I remember being like, okay, Taco, Bell closed, at, Taco Bell closed at one now. It's like 1230. Let me, let me, let me quickly drive. I think drive. they closed at two. It, it may have been two. Yeah, let me, let me quickly drive to Taco Bell at 1230. And yeah, it would, there'd be a Coke with or like a, no, a I'd Pepsi. Get, I'd get Mountain Dew or Baja Blast. Yeah. With, 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 that, with that combo, it's like, oh, yeah, I drank that huge. The, the whole thing. There's a reason I didn't go to sleep till four in the morning. Right. There's a reason I couldn't sleep. I also did zero physical activity. Like mm-hmm. that was also the time in my life where I had to decide between paying rent or playing WoW, mm. and that was when I quit playing WoW because I couldn't play WoW. I couldn't play WoW and pay rent. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that it was like we had an apartment, and they were crazy people that lived in that building. But it was really cool. And then then we got Woodbury One. Mm-hmm. And Woodbury One was a legit like that was a that was, that was a very a that was a place. Mm-hmm. It had an actual dining room, a nice kitchen. Mm-hmm. Two uh, we had that big ass. It was a big bedroom, mm-hmm. and then we got Woodbury Two, and that was better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we lived at that place in Northfield, and that was kind of 
yeah, you kind of just you, you you moved into like an attic. That was backing. <laughs> that was backsliding. Uh, but that was it. Was basically because I wasn't working. That was I was going to spend my time writing. Yep. And then and then you went to Grand. And then it was like my favorite period of my life. That's weird to say because I right now I'm just in the middle of when my kids are young and I'm sure I'll look back at my kids and be like, that was such a cool time. And it would like, it was, you guys were just growing by leaps and bounds every moment, but me, you, Oh yeah. But right now, like 23, 24 to 30, Mm -hmm. when we lived on grand Avenue was, that's like exactly that. That's what I want my kids twenties to be like, maybe with a little less debt, but that it was just like, that's what post-college twenties should be like mm-hmm. it was constant fun yeah rock climbing and going out to eat and partying and having people over and oh yeah you shouldn't have the weight on your like the weight of the world in your shoulders no yet. it was i mean i'm sure there was stuff i was stressed about but that was just mm-hmm. that was a very fun time this rob's random topic win places oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, when he sent that one, I was like, "Fuck, we're gonna have to dip into the mailbag." No, I I figured that's why I, I went. That's why I went to like, uh, books. Uh, we like. I'm like, okay, I know, I know, I can stretch this. How many times have people heard me talk about the? Jesus, the dog who said "bow wow." Do one more little bit of this. Just a couple. Uh, hopefully, I'll get to read more books soon. Yeah, I'm happy to finally read Exhalation. I really think I might read The Night and, and The Wizard oh, no, like again. I, I assume you're not. I enjoyed reading those so much last summer. Uh, I really might do that again. It's funny. Like, I really don't know why I haven't <laughs> read them, like, read those. Or They're probably. The yet. The, well, The Night and The Wizard are probably the most accessible. Um,. The night I had to read three times to like really get a good grasp on it. Okay. And then the wizard, I just read once. Uh, but because I had such a good grasp on the night, mm-hmm. the wizard was fine to just read once. Those are probably the most accessible books of his I've read. Besides, there was one book I read last summer that I can't remember the name of right now. That was also, it. that one's written in third person. And it just made it a little more accessible. Okay. I think it's probably like 95% of Gene Wolfe stuff is first person. Okay. I can't drink anymore. I got to I gotta squat tomorrow. Oh, yeah. I'm going to gonna ride a bike tomorrow, watch a little Godzilla versus Kong. So I'll watch like the first half of Godzilla versus Kong. And then I'll have dinner and watch the rest of Godzilla versus Kong. I got a squat. I'll probably watch Olympic weightlifting. I went through 2019 and 2018, so I'll probably watch 2017. Okay. No, I still have a few different things watch for uh, 2018. What does this say? He wants us to buy followers. Oh, yeah. We're going we're gonna to ban you. Uh, let's see. Where's my mouse? Ban. Purge? No, ban. Ban. Later, nerd. Just ban. All right. Cool. I'm the moderator. Yes. Um, yeah, I gotta I'm gonna wake up. 
I'm going to help Amber get out the door. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I don't know if Vita Manderson's here. Vita, you here? Is uh, he coming over tomorrow? I don't think so. Oh. Uh, in a different chat on Messenger. Dad chat? I don't know what that is. What? He asked, he was like, hey, what's your level of comfortability with kids coming over on Friday? Comfortability. I don't know if that's, I think he just said, what's your level, what's your comfort level with kids coming over on Friday? And I was like, in the day? Zero. During the day? Uh, that, it's a kid's free day. Yeah. My kids aren't going to be here and I have a day off and I'm going to enjoy that. Yeah, Stanley Jack be dicks. Uh, and there are, I was like, it's adults only. Mm-hmm. It's nothing against your kids or my kids. I just don't want any kids around. Uh, we're going to hang out on the deck for an hour or two and just be mm-hmm. i just want to be by grown-ups that aren't work grown-ups I, I did, did i did i pick up eight crawlers today from barrel theory nice probably that's what i want to do i don't want to get hammered because nope. my kids will come home at four and, and i have the afternoon <laughs> and i have to be a dad that's not an asshole mm-hmm. uh but I think he also might have been asking, because originally I asked, like, hey, do people want to come over on Friday or Saturday for a bonfire? And then everybody was kind of like, it's Easter weekend, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, so I'm not doing that anymore. But it was like, well, if people want to come over in the middle of the day mm-hmm. and uh, have a beer or two on the deck, come on over. I got a... Oh, yeah, you're not telling your story yet. What story? Are you doing a story? No, I'm just saying, tomorrow I'm going to get up, help Amber get out the door. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have some eggs and coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll probably... I might play some Warzone. Ooh, okay. While I digest some food, play a couple of rounds of that, and then I'm going to do squats. Uh, it's leg day tomorrow. Okay. So I'll do squats and then quad extensions and ham curls. And oh, I got to do Bulgarian split squats. I hate them. I'm going to go to Dunbros. Nice. I'm going to pick up some coffee, nice. freshly roasted. Uh, breakfast, Sammy. Of course. Yep. They give you a free coffee when you get ground. When you when you pick up like a, a bag of coffee, they give you a coffee. Okay. So, so I'll take that. Um, won't do much. Maybe maybe play some Warzone. But yeah, we can play some Warzone in the I, morning. I, I I like to work out before I eat dinner, like because I like I like to eat after I work out. Oh yeah, I will. So tomorrow, I will eat breakfast. Mm-hmm. Digest for a little bit. I did something. I'd have to have my book. Oh, it's right there. I did. I stopped doing Bulgarian split squats and I added something different to my routine and I can't remember what it is now. Hungarian reverse squats. No. (laughs) But I didn't do Bulgarian split squats. I did something different. Romanian top squats. Romanian top down squats. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's a new tech. So I'll do squats. I'll do whatever that replacement was. Quad extensions, ham curls, and then calf ra- calf raises. Perfect. And then I do core. Uh, and then right after that, I'll go upstairs. I'll have my essential amino acids. You got to have them. And then I'll have my protein drink. Mm-hmm. And I'll have two or maybe three cod fillets because I'm, re- I'm like, how many calories am I under today? Because my day has been fucking crazy. Today, I'm over on fat by 13 grams, but I'm under on calories by 400. Okay. <laughs> so I might have three cod fillets, a little rice, and some veg, but sure. th- same as you is my point. Yeah. I like to work out and then eat 
right away after a workout. Uh, I'll do that, and then I'll shower, and then you guys will be here. Mm-hmm. And then, 12.30 tomorrow? Yeah. Did Walla Beef say he was coming? I can't remember. I don't know if Walla Beef said he was coming. Nick's coming. Mike has been a constant maybe. He gave a thumbs up, I think. I know, but I think he just is a constant maybe just, just to fuck with me because... I don't know. I'm easy to fuck with on that stuff, so why not? When I, when I asked him today, he wanted to, but he was unsure. He also has about a baby. Time. Exactly. So, like, so I think now that he knows that, that probably. If it's just, even if it's stuff. just you and Nick, I don't care. I just, I, wa- I haven't seen my friends in forever, and I want to start seeing my friends again. At, at some point tomorrow, because I, like I, I emailed tomorrow. the. Because I emailed Barrel Theory today, I'm like, because I want to make sure that my beer was still there. Uh, because I like I, I I forgot to pick it up the day before. I'm like, oh. okay, um, and so I emailed and said, yeah, like it's here. I'm like, so I just emailed Tom, like, hey, like like I'm like, cool, thanks. Um, me and Maloney are excited. You know, we're all vaxxed up. We can't wait for the the tap room to open. Um, he's like, well, tomorrow like reservations are going up. There's not many because like we don't have like a lot of seating. Um. So we'll, we'll, we'll just deal with that. But so like, yeah, so at some point in the afternoon tomorrow, at some point, Say that Barrel more. Theory reservations are going up. And we can get a reservation at Barrel Theory? Yep. So, and then hopefully hopefully next Friday. Yeah, see, he said maybe. He's such a dick. He's, he's not. He'll be there. Uh, I know, but he's still. Yeah, it's, you know, next Friday is not Troom like I would have liked, but that's all right. But that's what I was going to say is maybe next Friday. So not tomorrow. No, no, but the next Friday is not either. Oh, it's not because because uh, Rob. What, what what date is Rob? The Saturday after Friday. Oh, okay. So not next Friday, but the Friday after that, or the Monday or Tuesday. Why the Monday or Tuesday? Because it's the closest day after that session. I'm not Truman on Monday. Are you sure? No. Exactly, not sure. But you might be. It depends on what my Monday looks like. No, it's, it's, that's, that's the thing. So, so, fr- yeah, so Fridays we'll, we'll are someday that next week. Fridays are way easier because we're still in distance oh. learning where I am and not, where not, and where Rolo is. Oh, right. He's got an elementary school. Yeah, okay. <laughs> You're not wrong. Um, I, well, like I said, I'm not certain it's not going to be Monday. It, well, that's the thing. Like, it, it very well could be that Monday after uh, after Rolo gets to see his uh, brother-in-law. Right. Um, but it's it, the thing. It's like, I'm not... I'm not interested in going somewhere to get wasted it's just more just like it's like I, well, I, i'm just excited to just go sit down at the bar i was just thinking room and just getting a beer and like if some, we go on a monday nachos. or tuesday i might just get a diet coke and like an appetizer <laughs> i might not get a beer yeah no no i you'll get a beer there's like there's like 70 on that list there's probably i'll get a beer yeah it's just a lot of calories <laughs> You, you work them off all the time. I don't. After like June, I won't. I won't be as worried. But Who just do you have to show your muscles to everybody. <laughs> I'm not. I'm going to be naked on these podcasts. <laughs> it's gonna, Twitch is going to get really mad about mm-hmm. it. All right, I got to go to bed, and we still got to do the upload and everything like that tonight. Dan, uh-huh. hold on. I'm so glad we're back in person. Yeah. This stuff was really good. Both of these were really good, wouldn't yeah. you say? Surprisingly. Hold on. The OnlyFans. All right, hold on. I'll Just pour a I'll pour a, I'll pour a splash uh-huh. and we'll ropes for a third time. Mm-hmm.
OnlyFans. NFTs. I mean, realistically, the only place I'm going to be shirtless is in Big J's backyard. That's that's still a place. And at the cabin. Yeah. You, you've been so intimidated by him for so long, you deserve it. So long. Dan. Ropes. I love you. I love you, too. Ropes. <laughs> I knew you'd say it. Yeah. But. When you were drunk. <sighs> I love all you guys, too. Whew. No, I got a point here. I like that. I, I pointed at my monitor like a fucking parrot. Love you guys, too. Good job, Sheldon guy. Good choice. Yeah, man. I'm proud of everybody. Yeah. Everybody I know. Okay. Don't do it. Everybody I know has handled this with so much just grace mm-hmm. and tenacity and compromise. And I'm just. I really mean that. I'm proud of everybody that I know. I'm looking right in the camera. That's that's the mo- that's the TV. I'm trying to look in the camera. I'm proud of my wife. I'm proud of myself. And I'm 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 everybody I know. I just we've all done a an awesome job supporting each other. And I'm just very happy to have all the people in my life that I do. Yeah, like 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 it's this isn't over. But like we like we've we've been vaccinated and we we can now go do some of those things that we literally haven't done for over a year. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's not necessarily, it's, say it's a reward is a is not the right word, but it's if it'll it's it'll something it'll, in it'll, that it'll, realm, it'll, it'll feel like a gift. I'm just, I'm very, very grateful for the people who I've somehow cultivated in my life. I don't know how I did it, but I'm, I'm very lucky and I'm very grateful. Mm-hmm. And I'm just impressed. Everybody had their metal tested. Mm-hmm. And I'm very impressed with everybody's metal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think you guys deserve to at least tell yourselves that you're proud of yourself. And that you handled something hard very well. Mm-hmm. And you should give yourself a pat on the back for that. And it's it's the first time in my life maybe that I can absolutely say, like, I handled something hard well. Yeah. And a lot of that is luck. And a lot of that is, in large part, thanks to the people in my life. Yeah. Like, we we, we work in a field that allowed us to like see the best and the worst of all of it like in in you know like it's 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 not it's it's been it's been trying at times but it's 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 allowed us to have access to the time we need to be away from stuff and allow us to get vaccinated early like it's 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 been a that's what I mean. A part of it's luck. Yeah. Because I, I'm always aware that me saying I'm proud of myself and I'm proud of the people in my life. And you do deserve to give yourself a pat on the back. You've Everybody that I know personally has handled this well and maturely. And 
you've helped me and hopefully I've helped you. Mm-hmm. But I don't mean that to say that if you struggled and this was really hard and you're still struggling, it's not a knock on you at all. Mm-mm. We we also have had very fortunate circumstances in this. Mm-hmm. And not everybody has. And so I don't want anybody who might listen to this to take this as like... No, like 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 we like our our group like we've been very very fortunate. Right. We that, have been that like for this for like every week we get together like like there are certain things we do that mm-hmm. kept a sense of normalcy through. Yeah, we've been able to get together through socially distanced because of Discord and just mm-hmm. because of a strong friendship and we've been able to keep working. I know one of my neighbors wasn't able to keep working for a long time and that was, I'm sure, hard. I mean, mm-hmm. he's got kids and. It's not a knock on anybody, but no. everybody that I know, and by and large, most people that listen to the podcast handle this really well. And I just think sometimes you do deserve to just sit down tonight when you're brushing your teeth or something like that. Just tell yourself, like, I handled this well. Mm-hmm. It's not over yet. Hopefully, we're nearing the end. And I've done a good job with it. Mm-hmm. So, love you guys. If you can drink, have a little sip of whiskey. If you can't, have a little sip of water. And just... Just or cheer, your favorite just, soda. Just cheers yourself and cheers yourself in the mirror. And I mean, no matter what, just give yourself a pat on the back. Yeah. Life's hard and this year has been really fucking hard. Yeah. <laughs> that's an understatement. Good night, everybody. I'm not <laughs> even gonna go through all this shit because that's where I want to end it. Yeah. Blah blah blah. blah.